set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two Black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're going to be discussing Die Hard from 1988, directed by John McTiernan. So, Ashley, do you want to share how we kind of landed on doing this movie for our first, I guess, holiday episode? This is our very first holiday episode. We made it through this hellscape of a year. (laughs) (laughs) Barely, but we did it. Barely, goddamn. But we we did it. Um, well, I guess to pull back the curtain of the process behind like how we figure out movies and stuff, we pretty much like directly after the soul food episode, we're like, okay, what are we gonna do for Christmas? Cause I think we actually started thinking about it like before that, like October. I was like, we gotta kinda start thinking of Christmas because you know there's so many Christmas movies to narrow it down. And we had a lot. <laughs> Some of them I was like, <laughs> no, this is going to be a doubter. <laughs> Let's end the year on a high note, I guess. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, so you hadn't seen Die Hard and I have, although I didn't realize because this year has been so freaking long, I didn't realize I, I just watched Die Hard for the first time this year, like maybe Oh, March wow. Yeah, I did not realize that it was that was this year. I thought it was last year. I was like, "Holy shit, man! This is the longest decade." 2018 was like yeah. a decade long. So yeah, we kind of narrowed it down. There's a couple other ones that we we will probably do in the future, and then there's also yes. a couple. Um, there's a couple movies that I was like. Um, this is a little bit of a downer because like the ones I like, like I like the family stone, but that one's depressing. It ends on like a depressing note. And then I like, oh, I want to do uh tangerine, which I think we'll do like at a later date. But that one also, uh, you don't really realize that it takes place on Christmas because they don't really, it's set in California. So like, you don't have like the snow. I mean, this movie's set in California too, but you have like way more like mentions of christmas and like christmas trees and christmas parties and all kind of stuff whereas like sandrine is like it's very easy to forget that it's, this is t- taking place on like christmas eve so uh so yeah i didn't want it to be like i like that movie a lot but i kind of just wanted to have like something fun and you hadn't seen this movie before so surprisingly like surprisingly i was shocked <laughs> like i was shocked that i've never seen I was like, oh, wait, no, you haven't seen it. So I was like, Ashley, let's do this one. This seems fun. It's not, it's Christmassy, but it's not Christmassy. It's not If that makes sense. It's not Hallmark. And, oh, yeah, those white lady buys. Getting fines love at Christmas. Honestly, (laughs) a lot of people like these movies, and I feel like they've been, like, revealing themselves more and more throughout the, (laughs) throughout the, like, basically since, since Black Friday, everybody was like, all right, let's get these Hallmark. <laughs> let's get these Hallmark movies going. <laughs> and like, there's a ton now on Netflix now. And like, I almost, I considered watching one and I was like, you know what? You got things to do. So like, <laughs> I did not was watch Was it the them. holiday calendar? You know, is that the one with um, Bonnie from Vampire Diaries? Black girl? Yep. 
Okay, yeah. I did consider watching that one. And I was like, eh. Okay. You did yourself <laughs> solid. Good job. I'm proud of you. I watched it. Oh, was it that bad? Yeah. Was it that bad? Oh, no. Uh, I mean, it was better <laughs> than the Christmas pet. Like, I don't... What's the Christmas Okay, pet? I'm gonna... Okay, so it's a movie about a magic Christmas tree on a budget starring oh, uh, Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy as the parents of kyla pratt and so that's why i watched it that was you know what they actually did that for something else because i came in my mom was watching one with one of the maori sisters maybe it was which one's the cooler one now uh tia is it it tia or tamara which one is married to the white guy uh tamara's married to the man who charged her about racism putting the mayonnaise on a sandwich okay Um, then it is tia so i think it was tia (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's tia but you know what i might be wrong honestly but um it was her her uh it was jackie harry and uh what's his name from uh sister sister i think were her parents oh i missed that one (gasps) yeah i don't know what it's called I'm sure you could like easily find it now, but like that was on the other day. And then I was starting to think like, dang, do these movies pay like bank or what? Because there are a lot of people in these movies. I don't know if it's just like a nice little like padding for the interview. You get that holiday check. You know, it's going to be on all the time. So why not? Is it like, is it like one of those, like I need a new deck for my house. So let me do this (laughs) movie or, or is it like legit like I, let me pay for a house nah. it's like we want to go on vacation let's do this hallmark movie <laughs> that's probably what it is i don't remember the premise i just came in my mom was like i'm so confused because they're hurt is this supposed to be like sister sister but like is her alone and i was like i don't i don't know i don't know i can't tell you anything about that but um, I know I can't really talk because I really like, um, what's that movie? The Holiday is the corniest movie, but I watch it every year. I even have it on DVD because I don't even know why I bought that movie. I just really like that movie. Like if it didn't have Cameron Diaz in it, I think I would like it way more because I watched it and I was like, man, Cameron Diaz was once the highest paid actress like in Ooh. Hollywood. She was paying like $20 million for something. Yeah, this was like way back when. But like she was like once, like way back when, I would say like early 2000s, she was like the highest paid actress in Hollywood. Okay, I guess. Yeah, but then I was like, but this movie don't reflect. (laughs) That doesn't correlate to this movie. I'm so confused because she's not really that great in that movie. Like everybody else is good. Even Jack Black is better. Jack Black is talented though. Jack Black, you know what? I do enjoy Jack Black. But you sometimes you're like, oh, you know, you you expect him to come into the movie and be like all like wild and crazy and shit and just like over the top. But it wasn't him. It was her. And I was like, Cameron, you can do better. I know you can. You must be able to because this paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm looking it up now. She's making like twenty million a role. Like that's a lot of money. Like now, people. I mean, that's... you can get like a, a million dollars for being on TV, but like at the time, that's like a big deal. But anyway, <laughs> going off on a tangent. I just, you know what? I know this is like a hot, a little, a little high for the holiday. I know y'all are out here. Like, stand with me. It's an enjoyable movie. Jude Law was beautiful. Jude Law's still beautiful, but Jude Law's has gotten uh, older. Okay. <laughs> 
Jamal has gotten older. <laughs> let me have this. He is. I, I, I'm I going to let you have it. I'll let you have it because clearly we're going to discuss some stuff later. <laughs> so I'll let you have it now. <laughs> let me have this, please. Okay, but I guess we should go into to Die Hard and all the fun stuff about that. I think everybody knows about Die Hard for the most part. And by me, you know, yeah. we can get some, some backstory. Um, so I didn't, I did not realize this, but this is actually based off a novel, like a book, a novel, a book. Yeah. This is based off a book from like 1979. <laughs> I sound so stupid. I'm sorry, y'all. This is like happening after work. Like I've been, I haven't having a week. So like, and, and it's only Monday, but like I'm having a week. So <laughs> <laughs> it was based off. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, it's based off a, a novel called nothing lasts forever i've never heard of it or read it i don't know anybody who has heard of it or read it there's somebody out here probably. somebody's granddaddy but, or you know what i feel like, like it's one of those books baby boomer a white man maybe, who's a baby boomer has read that novel those, maybe it's one of those books that you get in the airport like a you john know? grisham joint yeah um, or what's that lady who <laughs> makes those books where she, where it's like it's the um, alphabets of murder. Is it Sue Grafton? Like E is for esophagus cut? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never like picked those books up, but like I always like see them and I'm always like, these are, so this, no, this is, if you can see this cover, this does look like an airport book. It, I'm looking at it now and I would agree. It, it's an airport book. <laughs> like, from when you book. can smoke on airplanes. Girl, there's so <laughs> many, like, there's so many things like that that are in this movie that I was like, oh, this is the 80s. <laughs> like, you can smoke like in the, the airport. The cocaine on the desk. The the smoking the in the airport when he got to baggage claim. I was like, you can't even, like, fucking... <laughs> You can't even step one way or look wrong. Look at somebody the wrong way before TSA is like, "Oh, excuse me, sir." It's like, I was like, "Oh God, those were the days." Even though I was not born in '88, so I would not know. But like, you can do, <laughs> you can do a lot of that you stuff know, in the '90s. Yeah, you can. Like, I remember traveling when I was younger, and I took a family vacation to Disneyland. When mm-hmm. I was like seven or eight, and I bought like a Pirates of the Caribbean gun, oh, God. and like I put like I brought it back home to Ohio. So there's no way, <laughs> no way that can happen today at all. <laughs> no, oh my God, no. I think like in some airports they have like the smoking like cube where you could just go in there and like it smells terrible too because I don't think they ever like clean it out or anything. It's like a box basically, and I was like. I think it's like in Atlanta, you can do that. But Ooh. yeah, there's some there's some parts of this movie I was like, oh yeah, 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 back way back then. But um, so basically the um the plot of uh, Die Hard is uh one off duty NYP officer by the name of John McClane um is visiting his estranged wife. He's trying to make amends with her, and <laughs> and while this happens. <laughs> this is what like on christmas eve right yeah on christmas eve and while this happens they get caught in a heist slash robbery <laughs> and, slash and terrorism plot. 
yeah slash terrorism plot although the terrorism gets a little shaky like <laughs> i guess it's we, like, talk about we started off on a terrorism and then we're like oh oh let's dial that back let's dial it back and just make Honestly, this a heist we just want money let's make it a heist. We don't want any political demands. We don't want any kind of like legit, like we don't have any real reason to be here. We just want your money, <laughs> which works for the eighties, all that greed and shit. It works. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie um, is really notable for like establishing a lot of like the modern day action hero conventions, like modern day, like I guess act like the action genre, like kind of pushed it in like a new direction. Are you like an action movie fan? Would you consider yourself? Um, I went through this phase where I decided to watch like a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Mm -hmm. And it had me questioning a lot of things about myself. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I watched like The Running Man and like some Terminators. And I watched Mm -hmm. um, that one with the little dude pop out the stomach and stuff. And I was like, is "Is he fine? Like, Oh is, no! Is, is Arnold is Arnold fine? Is he fine? Oh my God! I've watched too many of these movies. I've <laughs> never messy. watched it. <laughs> you never watched it. I had to, <laughs> I had to take like, a step I back. I was like, I need to look at myself in the mirror <laughs> and determine <laughs> who I am in this moment. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! I think <laughs> I I really I don't even know. Like I think I've seen. Like one Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, you know what? You what's that movie? Jingle all the way that always comes on around this time. I, I think I've I seen, love like, Jingle all the way. I think I've seen part of it. I can't remember any of it, so I I don't actually know if I actually have seen that entire movie. But I do know <laughs> that. Um, I do know that I actually yeah I just watched the Terminator like a couple weeks ago like for the first time ever like i've never seen that movie before and i have no idea why <laughs> i just was like oh yeah you should probably watch one of these one day <laughs> and so <laughs> i don't know but you know in that movie he like pulls off like his eyes and shit so like i can't really give you a not like i can't give you like a rating <laughs> of, of hotness or whatever <laughs> or whatever you know but <laughs> I can't, can't really help you there man <laughs> But like else outside of Terminator, like after like I had to like stop the Arnold, like I had to stop it. So I had to watch something different. So I watched um not the first Predator, because like that had me questioning stuff, but like I watched oh, the no. rest of the Predator movies and I really mm-hmm. liked them. And then I watched like Beverly Hills Cop and like other movies of a similar nature, and I was like I think I like this. So you do. I do like action movies, apparently. Thank you, Arnold. Like, I really appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you, like, letting me learn that about myself. Um, Shout out to the former governor of California. <laughs> that still puts me out. Watching, like, Die Hard um, now was a little different because... This movie was made in the late 80s. And mm-hmm. by the time that I like came across movie star and Bruce Willis, he was already a big action star. So all yeah. I saw was like his action movies or his comedies mm-hmm. and things like that. I never saw like the movie that put him on the map because 
prior to Die Hard, he was on Moonlighting. And mm. I was doing like my research and it seems like every piece of like production um, history about this particular movie was roasting him. Um, a lot of people didn't think that he had what it take, um, had what it took to pull off the action role because he was only yeah. like in a comedy show and mm-hmm. they had him do like one of the major stunts of the whole movie, like where he had to do the fire hose scene. That was one of the oh, first God. scenes he shot because, <laughs> because they told him like if <laughs> it would be easier, like they didn't want to have to reshoot the whole movie with a new actor in case it didn't work out with him. Like, uh, <laughs> like you two like, straight your first day at work. Somebody telling you that. So, Weird. um, pretend to jump I know off we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> Hope you don't die. Oh, mm-hmm. bruh. <laughs> off the building into a like a uh, airbag like a giant mat and almost fell off that bit they said he landed oh. at the edge oh, and no. i was like oh lord. <laughs> oh lord oh no 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 so they were just trying to like haze him basically because <laughs> like here if you if you know if you fuck up you can just you know we can just replace you since it's like the first day <laughs> and what's funny like Ashley was mentioning that it's based on a book and it's actually like the book was a sequel to another book that was Mm -hmm. called The Detective I guess and Mm -hmm. that movie that book became a movie starring Frank Sinatra so I did not (laughs) know that Frank Sinatra's contract said that if they were to make a sequel to that particular movie he would have to be offered the role first so How old was Frank Sinatra? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> he died, he died like ten years later. Duck. Oh my god, no! He could have been crawling in them ducks with his old ass. Can you imagine? <laughs> my god, no! That, no, he was like oh, he had to be like in the seventies or something. No, he was like yes. yeah, because he was born like in like 1912 or something like that he was old it, oh god yeah he was oh, super old mm, 1915 crawling around vents Brett. and fucking night oh no <laughs> <laughs> i'll be damned i'll be damned you have me in some vents when i'm 70 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but it seems like a lot of people were like considered and offered the role but everybody was like no i'm good and that included like Richard Gere, which I think would have been so weird. Like, oh yeah, I can't picture him as like in an action movie at all. No, uh, I've never seen him in an that, action movie before. Oh, um, I'm picturing it now. Don't throw <laughs> over. That would have been a mistake. They would have lost so much money off of that. Oh wow, they would have. Um, mm-hmm. but also like. Uh, Clint Eastwood's old ass would have been in them vents or Burt Reynolds, <laughs> so, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. I see. Like, yeah, <laughs> I read that a lot. Like about like I think Schwarzenegger was offered the role too, which I think like you would expect those two to be offered the role probably first because they look the part for the most part and they're known for that. Like they're very like big buff dudes or whatever. And I they think it's good that they boots. they were big. Like, well, it's still still still. Arnold Schwarzenegger still works out, which is crazy. Yeah, he's still thick. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I don't want to think of Arnold Schwarzenegger being thick, man. No, no, don't do that to me. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. Oh god, no. <laughs> Let me pour some bleach on that memory, <laughs> on that vision. <laughs> My God. But <laughs> I think it's good that they had Bruce play this part because he kind of brings like a different like physicality to it. Like he doesn't look like like those guys. Like he doesn't look like he bodybuilds. Like he looks like a dude, just like a dude you'd pass on the street. Yeah, like and- a dude who's just trying to get his wife back. He going to baby please his wife. <laughs> at her place of employment and definitely is gonna make a scene like mm-hmm. oh god you know, yeah. you know it was gonna be a scene yeah he if Hans done had it. shown up yeah right. he would either have like they would have started like a scene or he would have just like quietly just like fuck this I'm going back to New York <laughs> and so <laughs> But then he had to go and save the day, which he didn't really want to do, which I also read about, like, I looked up a lot about, like, 80s masculinity and, like, how this movie was kind of different. And a lot of it talks about, like, how this is kind of, like, more of, like, the reluctant hero. Like, he's very, like, sarcastic. He's very, like, self, like, self-deprecating in some parts of this movie. And he's not, like, you know, like, strong, quiet, silent type, which I also was, like, it was he like different because Bruce Willis can act and those guys a little fuzzy on the on the details sometimes because I, yeah. I, I've never yeah I don't really see Stallone doing a whole lot of like self-reflecting I don't know why <laughs> he just doesn't seem like, he doesn't seem like the type he probably can't read like <laughs> You said what I did not want to say. I was like, uh, he's kind of like the action Lisa Ray. Like, it's fine. It works oh for God. what he got going on. We've come almost full circle. <laughs> I yeah, Stallone. <laughs> how, how many Stallones have I seen? I don't. I don't even know if I've seen. The original Rocky? I don't think I have. I've seen one, and that was Creed. That was the only Sylvester Stallone movie I've ever seen. I think that's the only one I've seen, too. Although I think he was in... Wasn't he in, like, in... Was it League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? He's in some of those... One of those movies where it's, like, a bunch of older action stars. Wait, The Expendables? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's the one. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was, like, really, like fancy swashbuckler kind of dudes i think yeah yeah yeah. because isn't terry cruz in that too yeah 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 he He wasn't one of them okay yeah that's the one i'm thinking of like it's just stallone and like a bunch of other big buff dudes fighting somebody (laughs) yeah with their shirts Um, off their nipples out you and these nipples (laughs) Brittany wants to talk about bruce willis's nipples so bad she sat and waited. <laughs> I watched it twice because I got distracted because I wanted him have his titties out. Oh, God. <laughs> I think Bruce Willis is a good looking dude. He I is. Like, he thick. He got them. He got the meaty titties and everything. So <laughs> I feel it. I like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! 
Oh my god. I hate it. Oh, welcome I to hell, Ashley. <laughs> welcome to hell. Oh my god, I can't believe you said that. Um the mini hey. TDs keep keep coming back. <laughs> Got them. And that's why I was just waiting for like a little nipple to pop out the whole time. And then I was oh, no. so like overjoyed when he finally took that dingy ass tank top off. And that I was like, tank yes. top. That tank top was going through <laughs> it. Like he it was it held on for like a really long Until, time. Oh, he it had, had to do it had to do his job. Yeah, everybody he was. was. I didn't realize that. I really, I've never actually like watched that movie. Okay, this is like so off topic, but Jason Statham, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, I don't know who Randy Couture is. Who is that? Oh, it's Terry uh, Crews, Steve Austin, and Mickey Rourke. Oh, he's Mickey a wrestler. Rourke? Yeah, oh, who's Steve Austin is Stone Cold. Let's no, 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 not him. No, uh, do, uh Randy oh, Couture isn't. Okay. No, no, no. The other Randy, Randy Couture is that really his? I don't know how to pronounce that. He's like a um, he's a, like a mixed martial artist, and he's a former uh, former Greco-Roman wrestler. He was like, uh, like UFC. yeah. I've never heard of him before, but um, yeah. Apparently, that was a that was a so yeah. Bruce Willis has got this this uh this action movie shit in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that it has become his bag now. That's his bag. Yeah. Although I forgot he was in um he was in Moonrise Kingdom, so he pops up in like random things that aren't necessarily, uh, I guess like actiony, like action movies. But then also like I like like so like The Fifth Element is like a sci-fi uh, action movie, I guess. Yes, it and, is. And I like that I movie a lot. But then you also have like Pulp Fiction, which I forgot he was in. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he's in a lot. But they've made like <laughs> they've made five. Uh, they've made five Diehards, which uh, yeah, yeah. And some so, of them, like his kids, are adults and they're dieharding now. Oh, like his like movie, like his on-screen kids, or like yeah, not kids. them little ugly, not them little <laughs> ugly kids he got for real. <laughs> Oh my god oh my god we we're supposed to we we're supposed to go on a positive note Brittany. jesus <laughs> i i'm just honest you know them kids ugly you got eyes you see them i've only seen one of them okay i don't know actually know well, you oh, you seen rumor you you didn't see Tallulah I've, and scout seen, who the fuck is Tallulah? who is Tallulah? <laughs> my stepchild my stepdaughter <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't I know I know nothing about these people. I just knew that De- the most I knew is Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher uh had a thing and I thought I was going to die hearing their names together and and thank God they divorced. That's <laughs> going to lose it. <laughs> it was like Benifer, remember Benifer? That shit was terrible. That was like non stop like round the clock <laughs> we've gone so off track um okay what else do i want to say about this um there's a lot of like diehard i guess like type movies in the 90s like speed which apparently is diehard oh, yeah. 
And so more more every man kind of dudes because you don't think of like Keanu Reeves being like a super buff dude. Although he's like a super action star now. Like he's a lot of Yes. Yeah. Cause you got like the Matrix and that kind of and then um John Wick one through Oh, I love John Wick. <laughs> oh, they uh, should make like 40 of them. <laughs> you probably keep doing them if you let him, honestly. He doesn't seem like he's 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 having a good time from what I can see. I thought who well, was the one like him like on a horse? Like he's just riding down the um down the street on a horse. I, I think that's, that's the, last... the one that's coming out next. Yeah, that's the last paparazzi picture I saw and I was like, Well, if he's having a great time, then you know, I will support Bay because <laughs> because <laughs> he deserves he deserves it. He deserves Keanu's an angel. We love him. Um, so like we said before, uh, Die Hard made Bruce Willis like a huge star. I think it like literally changed his life overnight (laughs) because he went from like TV to like this gigantic like film career. And, um, also we had to talk about my other favorite, rest in peace to the God, Alan Rickman. Oh, this is like his first film role. I did not realize that. And so I was like, uh, doing like more research or whatever. This is his first role. I think he was like in his forties. And he still ate that shit though. Like, look how look how great he did in his first movie ever. We had accent work. We had like double accent work. We had you know murder. (laughs) We had uh, what that that beard situation. The hair. It was a moment. It was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a moment. I was like, Alan, I love you. I love you. Also, Alan Rickman and Sins and Sensibility. He's a he's beautiful in that movie. Although that's like a period piece, I know people aren't gonna really be watching it. But if you have seen it, he's actually a good guy in that movie. <laughs> Usually, you'd be like, "Oh shit, Alan Rickman's here! God damn it, what's about to happen? He's about to die." But <laughs> but you know, that was also a good movie. But anyway, um, I guess like one little final like factoid or whatever. This was actually added to the National Film Registry in 2017. For being culturally, cool. historically, or aesthetically significant. So this is like embedded into the the fabric of the culture. <laughs> and so <laughs> and I know there's like been people like I guess like like a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, this is a Christmas movie, this is my favorite Christmas movie or whatever, whatever. I think people go back and forth though, because it's like now I've seen some people like, Well, there's a new poll that said Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie and I'm like, Well, who cares, dude? Like what constitutes a Christmas it's movie? It's an action movie that <laughs> takes place at Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. Like John McClane doesn't buy a horse farm and find love at Christmas. It's not <laughs> like those Christmas movies. <laughs> There's no like sugar cookies being made. No magic. Uh, no magic Christmas tree. No Santa. No. There's like what is that? There's always like a guy who's like dis- uh, disguised, like Santa Claus disguised, like a regular dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's always funny. That always seems to be a thing. Or a prince comes and like he meets a girl, but like she doesn't know he's a prince, and they get married and like they fall in love over Christmas or whatever, and then they like she becomes a princess. That's actually like a plot for Christmas. I feel, I feel like, like that is like seven Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> you just named like seven of them. I think like Netflix actually has that. <laughs> they are like pushing heavy. I don't know why, but people love this shit. So I think I think it's a good um, movie. I think maybe we can like talk about like maybe our other favorite alternative movies. I know I've talked about some of mine, but like we probably say that for like our if our recommendations. 
if we have them. But anyways, like, I okay. guess like we can start get into the into the the plot. The the we can talk about them titty. Yeah, let's oh, get into. <laughs> let's get into. Get so, straight to the titty. <laughs> so John McClane is a New York City police officer who is flying cross country to meet his wife at her place of employment. She is a LA businesswoman who does business. Mm-hmm. And maybe cocaine. Who knows? Everybody we don't actually know business. what they do. We never find out like what they do. But she she works a really um, high power job, which is a, a point of tension between the two of them. Yeah, because she I guess she's a bread earner, like the breadwinner now, because she makes oh, more yeah. money than him. As police. He's like a. I feel like he's either well, they never say if he's like just like he's like a detective or he's a cop. Because I feel like there's like a there's like a hierarchy slash probably yeah. pay level difference in the two, but it doesn't matter because she's out earning him like for real for real. Like if you I mean you saw that office, that office had a fucking waterfall in it. But we're skipping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but we think that like this is gonna be like a happy reunion like yeah you know she just moved to la he's in new york you know they're trying to get their family together maybe somebody has to move out first and then this the other spouse will come meet and they mm-hmm. you know they're gonna be a happy family um but when he lands he gets to her job and he finds out that she's not going by holly Mc- McLean. she's going by holly Gennaro her maiden mm-hmm. name and he is hot he, he is, is hot and that's where <laughs> we learned that there are like some issues going on in that marriage and it's yeah, like ooh, he, drama he yeah he he has brought like this big ass bear <laughs> big ass stuffed bear like an like a, an apology bear. i love where that bear was kind of ugly but like <laughs> he he brought this fucking huge bear um and he is like kind of like out of place because it's you know he's coming from new york to california and he's kind of like this fucking fucking california like his whole attitude the whole time is like this place is Mm." (laughs) he's very he's a dad very out of place he is a dad but he's also kind of like oh you fucking like it's kind of like you know like those hippies like oh you fucking hippies (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> fucking weirdo fucking Californians which is funny because I say that shit around here now because we have so many Californians that have moved here it's kind of overwhelming and I'm always like every time I see a license plate I'm like fucking California so but it's like on a different <laughs> these people aren't causing John's rent to go up <laughs> these people are definitely causing my rent to go up <laughs> and it's killing me but anyway, <laughs> um, and then we have to note too the the guy on the plane when he's like because he's flying on the plane and he's nervous, which is kind of like an interesting I guess take on because usually even you know I would never see like a Stallone or an Arnold being very nervous about anything, <laughs> and he's actually kind of like freaking out and flying like a quiet freak out, and the dude tells him like oh you know what you should do when you get to your hotel you just take off your shoes. And take off your socks and like make <laughs> make fists with your toes. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> and that's his <laughs> advice. To him. And John is like, John is like, I mean, okay, <laughs> this is my toes. Uh, sure, why not? But yeah, and then also we did talk about Argyle, the driver. 
is extra. That, that's all yeah. I got. He, Our, he's I extra. Guess he's kind of like, he's kind of, um, I don't know how you would describe him. Would you would you consider Argyle like a stereotype? Because there are some stereotypes yes. in the movie that I'm like, yo. <laughs> I, would, I, yeah. would, I honestly would because Argyle, his, he's going by Argyle. He is working as a limo driver, but the whole mm-hmm. time he's like talking shit on the phone and he's not really doing what he needs to do. And yeah. Think he's supposed to be like kind of the opposite of John, where John is like an uptight, straight laced white dude, and he's like mm-hmm. he's not like a flamboyant character or anything, but he no. is he's extra. He's extra. And Yeah, he's he's kinda like the loud mouth, like slick black kid stereotype. I guess from the 80s yeah. that you would kind of have because, you know, all he does is like want to chill and like listen to music and like, hey, hey. <laughs> and he's not like, I mean, they don't do too much with him for the most part, actually. But like the part when he, yeah, he, mm. <laughs> but he's supposed to be, I think it's like his first day there and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's going to be mine. You know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to drive or no, he's like, I don't know how to drive limo. He's like, this is my first time driving a limo. And and John's like, well, this is my first time ever being in a limo. And then he sits in the front seat of the limo. So he's like really not trying to, he's really like out of place and kind of uncomfortable, I think, with the whole thing of like getting a limo. Because we see, we see later that uh, Holly's boss is the one who sends in the limo. It's not Holly. So he, I don't know how they find out about him. I feel like that's a weird loop. I think he was doing some weird, like, flex move. Like, her boss is, like, a stereotypical, like, 80s businessman. Like, he's Mm -hmm. introduced doing a bump of cocaine, like, doing a line of cocaine off the table, off his desk. Not that dude. It's... Oh, wait. (laughs) It's it's the the Asian guy. That's just her coworker. Uh, Oh, yeah. okay. Oops. See, sorry, guys. Mr. I missed Kagi. that flat point looking at them, them tickets. Girl, um, like, he didn't even have a shirt off yet. It like. was bad. <laughs> I know it was bad. I knew it was coming, oh. and I was just oh, waiting. God. Yeah, it's the, it's the, the guy who runs the company, because technically, like, we find out later, like, Holly's basically, like, second in command of the whole... So she really is making bank. She's not just, like, you know, just, like, a random office worker. Like, she's actually, like, up there. In, like in, tar- in charge or whatever not ch- in charge in charge but like she's like an executive she could she's be office. in charge soon yeah she could be in charge soon so uh so yeah the uh, her boss mr takagi like sends the limo for john which i'm still trying to figure out like how he knew about john but because she's going by Gennaro, so i'm like how do you know that that's your hmm yeah like the very that she's married, but she's not married. <laughs> Maybe he just knows he and was like, oh, okay. Y'all going omnis- through it. Let me make this better. He just is omniscient. He just knows all. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so there's, um, they, I think what happens next? Oh, Argyle's asking him if he's married. He's kind of like, he's asking a lot of damn questions. <laughs> and he basically, we suss out that like John and, like you said, John and Holly are like kind of on the outs. That's why you brought that big ass bear. Um, 
And so they're taking him to the Christmas party at this uh, gigantic office building, the Nakatomi Corporation office building. And I have a question. Why on earth is there a Christmas party happening on Christmas Eve for an office? For work? I would not. (laughs) Shit, I don't know. I I don't know either. Maybe it was the maybe they got nothing else to do. Maybe they do. Maybe they were going back to work. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I was like, um, y'all are doing really well for yourselves. That's the whole thing. They're like, we closed a big deal today. It's also Christmas Eve. Like, shout out to us. Like, let's fucking do a bump. (laughs) And and then they like, but I was looking there. I was like, why are y'all working? On Christmas Eve, like that office, office is Christmas full. Eve. It's yeah, full. Like, no, everybody no. at work. <laughs> everybody was there. Everybody's like freaking wasted. Um, there's like uh people flirting with each other. I think that dude, cokehead dude, whose name is Ellis, is flirting flirting with um with Holly. Holly, like a scumbag. Yeah, and I was like, ooh. Hey, and so, and we also need to talk about how um, another stereotype is Miss Holly's maid, Paulina, who uh, is Latina, and yeah. she calls. So Holly calls and was like, "Hey, did did you hear anything?" Because oh, she's talking to the kids too. Because the kids are like, "Your daddy is daddy gonna come visit us for Christmas?" She's like, "I don't know." And then. And then she talks to Paulina and she was like, hey, has John called? And Paulina's like, no, no telephono. And I was like, really? <laughs> it's the Come 80s. On. It's the 80s. Like, <laughs> it's the 80s. Like, this uh, Christmas party celebration deal closing thing was rife with, like, HR concerns. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> so many HR concerns were happening. All at once. First of all, y'all drinking and doing drugs on company property. Y'all fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, a lot of like, a lot of stuff. Happened. Like I didn't even know that. Like that. I forgot that happened. Where the because when when John gets there, he he sees this party and he's just like, "What the shit?" And then. <laughs> Um, there's like, um, there's like one guy who comes up to him and is like, Merry Christmas, and then like kisses him on the side of the face. He, he almost get... loses his mind. He, he looks like he looks like he's not gonna get like super mad, but he's kind of like, What the what is this? <laughs> like, what do y'all be doing out here? And he just keeps saying he's like, oh, fucking California. And like the party is lit to a degree that makes absolutely no sense. There's a waterfall, like I mentioned. There's a mini orchestra <laughs> play, playing at the party. <laughs> um, and so when he gets there, like uh, Mr. Takagi actually brings him to um, to Holly's office. And this is where we see Ellis doing a bump on, like a whole ass line, really. <laughs> on, why is he in Holly's office? He, he was probably in there to be a scumbag because he's a scumbag. I feel like he was going to do that line in her office, have her come back there, and then it'd be like an HR issue. That's what I think he was probably like. Girl, like, okay. He met her husband. Yeah, so they meet John, but then John, okay, before Mr. Takagi left, (laughs) and this is something I also noticed too, or noted, 
was that John is like, oh, I didn't realize you celebrated Christmas in Japan. And I was like, John, no. Yeah, yeah, that was that was bad. The, it was really, really the bad. Subtle racism, the subtle racism. And then I think that the guy mentions like Pearl Harbor in a way. He's like, oh, yeah, well, Pearl Harbor didn't work out. So we got you guys on tape decks. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, uh, bruh. Dude. Yeah, it was bad. Part of the yeah, because I was like, uh, bruh. <laughs> but then, like, I don't know like, how to feel about it because on the one hand, it's like, 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 shit, you just brought up, like, World War II. But then also, like, this guy was, like, being, like, kind of racist to you. And, I mean, you know, sometimes you just gotta have something slick back to yeah. say. And so you just gotta go straight for the neck. <laughs> and that's exactly what this is it's like, well, we got you on tape decks. And I guess this was like kind of like a thing back in the 80s. Like people had like a real fear of like Asia, specifically like Japan taking over like the electronics industry, which I mean, it's safe to say that like Asia, specifically Japan and Korea, they got that shit unlocked. Like <laughs> they have that shit. Yeah. Uh, that that belongs to them. <laughs> so I don't know, like if he if he even meant it to be kind of shitty, or was he like just ignorant? I think it was a a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, like I was like, John, you didn't have to. You really didn't have to do that. But I don't know what you thought yeah. the response was going to be, but yeah, dude was like, yeah, we got y'all, and then we got y'all again. <laughs> Like, shit <laughs> especially since this was like 80s and like this happens world war ii was like i don't know like 40 something years earlier than that like that's crazy so it wasn't really that long ago to like the people in this movie <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah all right <laughs> so <laughs> i just had to note that because i was like so there's a lot of stereotypes from the the John camp <laughs> and also the just the McLean camp, I guess. Uh, but also, I guess the whoever wrote this movie kind of was like, "Hey, yeah, so just throw it in there." I don't even know if they consider them stereotypes. That's the other thing. No, it's the eighties. Like, what well, we're two years after, like all of uh, John Hughes's great works. Like, ooh. oh no, <laughs> <laughs> like it's fine. Everything in this movie is totally okay for 1988. <laughs> totally fine. Totally fine. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was hilarious to watch too. Like, oh, <laughs> do they have Christmas <laughs> in Japan? <laughs> oh my god, it's so hilarious. Oh, dude, no, my god. Mm-mm-mm. But <laughs> I think this is when we get to Holly, right? Yeah, we get to Holly. She sees John. And she's like, holy shit. Which I don't know why she was surprised. I feel like she expected him there. But then also she was kind of surprised that he was there a little bit. Maybe she thought he would come, uh, like, maybe meet her at the house. And maybe they'll get something to eat and, like, argue. But yeah, he popped but- up at the job. Or... Yeah, he did. Maybe he was supposed to come like a little later and he got there early and he surprised her on a job with a big ass bear. I'm actually really so, surprised. You, you know what? 
Yeah, it's true. Because honestly, why did he come? Why did Mr. Kagi bring him to the job? <laughs> he just wanted him to see. He just wanted him to see all the all the the HR Drama. violations, which I'm I'm sure nobody would give a shit about in like 1980. But then there also there's a big thing because the um the whole thing with Holly is that she came to California because she got this good ass job, right? And John didn't want to go. John was like, no. And he tells Argyle, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm an NYPD officer. I got like six months of backlogs. I can't just leave or whatever. And Argyle's kind of like, uh, or did you think that she was just like going to fall flat on her face and just like come crawling back to you? And it was like, John's like, all right, well, I don't want to talk about this no more. (laughs) (laughs) So you thought she was just going to like come back, which I think this is like, I think maybe like in the 80s, this is like around the time when like women were like really like kind of going back being like a full part work. of the workforce yeah i yes they're going well women were going back to work but what you would see now is that they are breaking that glass ceiling they're yeah. becoming executives in these high-powered places and you know what else they can do they can mm-hmm. also be moms and wives you know yes. they can have it all actually women yes. of the 80s have it all Except for John doesn't think that. John's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> How are you? How are you going to go to work? You have kids. <laughs> you have me. You're not allowed to work. <laughs> That's so bad. But yeah, this is the, the argument that they get in. They get into like this thing because Polly's like, well, you know, you could stay at my house. But because he's always gonna stand like um like Pomona, which I guess is like super far away. I don't really know like that whole like Southern California geography or whatever. But he's always gonna stay with like a retired captain. Um Pomona and she he <laughs> Holly's like, girl, just stay here with me. <laughs> you could stay here, and you know, I missed you, and this is when this motherfucker goes <laughs> off. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Because he just goes, I don't know what the fuck set him off, but he's like, you know, wait, you didn't miss my name when you were set for you were signing those checks. And I was like, but uh, she, makes the, she makes the money, John. <laughs> Maybe it was a thing where he made the money and now he feels emasculated because she makes the money. Mm. And he is also a tough police officer, too. So he's who supposed to be taking wears care of tank tops and is thick. <laughs> So, <laughs> some police officers are kind of thick, man. They do a lot of driving around, man. Do a lot of driving, and they run out. They climb in ducks and they take shirts off, and they <laughs> they blow up stuff too. That's what every police officer's dream, I'm sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> I too can blow up a building <laughs> and save the day. <laughs> I think most of his like, like, anger is like he's just big mad that things have changed in such a like drastic way for mm-hmm. his life. I feel like, yeah. like, well, how Bruce Willis is a baby boomer, so he was he probably used his like. I'm putting a lot on John McClane right now, based on <laughs> the context in which this movie was made. Like, mm-hmm. it's the '80s. He grew up with, like, his parents, and his father was probably the, like, 
a provider for the entire family. So maybe that's mm-hmm. where his ideals of like family is. And what he's trying to do is keep his family together. But it's going to be difficult with his wife being an executive. And yeah. he's still going to try. It may not be successful, but at least he tried. Yeah, I think like he, I mean, this has been kind of the norm for a lot of people would be like a two parent household. Dad makes money. Mom is happy to spend money and also take care of kids. <laughs> like, I don't think, I don't know why it, I don't know why men don't think like, oh yeah, could I possibly want my own separate checking account <laughs> or something? <laughs> I don't get it. There's just uh, men make me tired. Jesus Christ. But <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, it's like a standard, like a, I feel like this is a very recent sort of like we're moving away from that for like we're trying to accept like many different kinds of families now because like, I mean, I grew up with like my mom. So like I never really had like a two parent household or whatever, except for when I lived with my grandparents and I had. <laughs> I had my grandma, my grandpa, and my great-grandma. So, like, I had a lot of people <laughs> in my life. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, like, that's this is definitely, like, kind of the standard. It kind of represents, like, oh, like, the every man definitely has, like, sort of, like, this, quote-unquote, t- traditional family values, which is bullshit. But, you know, I think, uh, I think John is definitely, like, a traditionalist in his in his beliefs, even though he doesn't always come across that way. Like he has some sort of, he has a lot more layers to him as the movie goes along. But like at the beginning, you're just like, definitely like, yeah, he doesn't want his wife to actually work. And he feels no, yeah, emasculated, which is also, you know, one of those things. <laughs> so I think after this, uh, they get into it. And she actually yes. blames the they blame she blames the fact that she doesn't use her her maiden name or sorry she doesn't use her married name at work because she says it's a Japanese company and I guess she's trying to blame it on like the either traditionalism on them or is she trying to be like I, I don't know if she's trying to be like oh yeah my name is Mrs. McLean so I don't know if she's trying to be like oh well if I say I'm married like they won't put me into like high powered positions or whatever. Or is she trying to be like, I don't want anybody in my business to know that my husband's not here. <laughs> like, I don't know how that worked. I think for, for Holly. it was a little racial. Got a little racial. <laughs> Got a little racial there. It was, it was a little racial. Also, <laughs> she was low-key being tried. Like, technically, like, on this situation, I'm leaning a little bit with John. His mm-hmm. reasoning is a little bit more solid because like why would they give a fuck if you married or not like like that's technically your name at this point in time Mm -hmm. you are Gennaro McLean or McLean so I don't see the big deal about like dropping back to miss unless you just want to kick it which if she just wants to kick it then I understand like (laughs) I get it I get it Holly I get it yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, and I—I I mean, I don't know anything about being a working mom in the eighties. I don't know anything about being a working mom now, so like, I can't really tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I know nothing about any of that stuff. So I can't really tell you, but I know, like, and there's a lot of, like, um, I guess there's a lot of discrimination against mothers in the workplace, which is really fucked up, because, like, y'all want women to have kids, but then, like, when she has kids and she works, it's suddenly, like, a problem that... Yeah, and... That y'all are just like, oh, well, you Honestly, have kids, so you need to go be worried more about your kids and less about working. I'm like, but she's trying to provide for her kids. And I don't think she did, like, if she was really doing that I'm hiding a child angle, she... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were she hiding would a child like... <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't let the daughter have called at work. She would be like, hey, 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 uh-uh. Have Paulina yeah. call. Like, so, I don't know. She I call bullshit a, on that one. She has a family photo of them, too. Of them in the office. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> See? Bullshit. Because remember, she slams it down. It's she slams bullshit. it down. So they know about John, but, like, they don't... I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know why she... She just blamed it on the company. Although, I mean... She's kicking it. She's kicking it. <laughs> She's kicking it with Ellis. Doing lines. She's kicking it. Doing lines no, after Ellis. Oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> Poor Holly. <laughs> but, yeah, so they're about to, like, get really into the fighting, and then they, they're interrupted by the girl and the guy trying to fuck, which... <laughs> Why would you do that? Your boss, like your boss, is there. Your boss is there. Like, wait till he go home at least. You know what? Wait wait till he takes his private helicopter (laughs) off the Nakatomi (laughs) Corporation building or whatever building they're in, and like, (laughs) like, all right, man. So during all this, we cut to another scene where we have the specific courier truck. That's driving around looking all ominous. I think the music gets all kind of weird in this part too, right? Like, and then turns into yes. from Christmas carols and shit to like this. And um, and so they're pulling up to the Nakatomi building, and there is the truck, and there's a Volvo in front of it. There's like two guys who come to the lobby, and like they do this really crazy thing where like the guy, like so this black guy and white guy, the black guy is like talking about like basketball or some shit. And he's talking enough to, like, distract the lobby guy so that the white guy can, like, shoot him directly in the head. And then the black guy immediately takes to the computer, which I thought was kind of cool that they had the black guy be the tech dude and not, like, the hired muscle. That was, like, a different, like, a a switch. Because that could have easily been, like, the black dude was like, yeah, motherfucker, and, like, shot him in the face. (laughs) But instead, the black dude's the, like the nerdy guy who like is. I mean, they're relying mostly on him because he's the tech dude. Um, and so from there, shit just gets real. There's like a gang of motherfuckers on this trek. They're all like led by bearded Alan Rickman in his nice fancy suit. Um, black guy. I think his name. What was the? What was his name? I should know his name. Wait, the the black guy. Yeah, the one who uh, the tech guy. His name was uh, Theo. His name was Theo. Theo, Theo, you are right. So yeah, so Theo takes over. Basically, he takes control of like all like the systems in the building. So he like uh, locks the gates. So Argyle's in the garage. We mentioned Argyle. Argyle's in the garage. He said he'll wait for John. He's supposed to be. His boss thought he was supposed to go to like Las Vegas or something. 
He was like, nah, it's fine. I'll just wait for you. And, you know, if you you have to go, like, uh, stay in a hotel because you, like, struck out or whatever, I'll just take you over and, you know, you'll be fine. I'll just give you right over. I'm like, how long were you planning on staying? I guess you thought he was going to strike out early? Or <laughs> he's just like, I don't, like, don't want to drive. Fuck Vegas. I don't want to drive. <laughs> Argyle, it's your first date. I feel like Argyle figured that him like after John like fucks up which he was on his way to doing that him and Argyle they could go kick it like they could go out and have a fun night and then Argyle wouldn't have to work I mean that's there just you it go. like but he has the car so you know what he's got the car but he doesn't have to work and so it's not everybody's dream <laughs> <laughs> I mean if somebody calls you on the limo phone it's the really only way you can get in touch with you it's like you can call you on your cell phone and track you down or whatever so yeah maybe maybe Argyle was onto something I don't know <laughs> But Argyle is stuck in the garage. The doors are locked. They think they install like a guy there in the lobby to like pretend to be a lobby guy. So like in case like somebody comes to the the door, so nobody suspects nothing if like there's no guy at the desk. Um, and then they go to ripping up the power cables. Like this is a whole like like. This is a system. I feel like they cased the joint, maybe. Like they because they knew. I like, wasn't hope like so. no. Like there was like a like a like a highly skilled, trained operation. Everybody had their you know their part, their place. Um, and so during all this is happening, <laughs> while this is happening, John is making toe fists <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> John is making toe fists. And he he's like, you know what, damn it. He was right. <laughs> Tofus. I've never done the Tofus. I kinda wanna try it, but also I feel like that's weird to do the Tofus. <laughs> I don't like saying Tofus either. That's weird. It's just like your toes on your fist. That's your Tofus. I can't, I can't, oh, I can't. Well, I don't have it. I don't have any I my carpet's like moved all the way. <laughs> I'm like on the linoleum right now. I'm sure people could probably hear it. But um yeah, so he's checking in with Argyle and um he's like, Oh yeah, I don't know like what's going on yet. Like I'm not sure if I'm gonna be going to the hotel yet or what. And then the connections cut. So the motherfuckers are stuck. <laughs> and I feel like Argyle yelled at him like you know the number, use it, or something like that. Did you catch that? Did I imagine that? I don't think I caught it. I don't know. Like, I, like I, don't... I was focused on, like, all the sh- other name. shit happening, because it's oh. like, it, well, yeah, at that point, <laughs> that's when the countdown so clock started for me. Oh, God. I was like, okay. Okay, he's making these tofus. He just took <laughs> off his shirt. What's up? Like, what? What's going on? What's happening, John McClain? This is like you have like the first half hour. This is like the first half hour, <laughs> which is so funny too because me and Brittany both watch this on IFC. We shouldn't mention, and they turned this shit from like a two-hour movie to like a three-hour movie. So like, there's a lot of commercials. So Brittany was waiting for a while. <laughs> <laughs> You were waiting for a long time to see these titties. I was. It was. It was hard. Like 
I felt like it was character building, though. It was worth the wait. We'll talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> it was worth it. In the end, oh, it was gosh. worth it. Oh, God. So, <laughs> so, I think John is, like, in her, in Holly's, like, bathroom? Like, she's got her own bathroom, yes. too. This is a fancy She's an office. executive. This is, she's got carpet. She makes a big mix. I don't support carpet in anybody's bathroom. So maybe this is a rug. I hope this is like one of those like rugs and not like actual carpet because that's disgusting. I have talked about my <laughs> my aversion to carpet in bathrooms a lot and I will not back down on this. I'm sure everybody else agrees with me, but that's disgusting. So this basically party's over. Armed gunmen arrive on the elevator and they just get to shooting. Everybody's got what, like automatic weapons. John is like, shit. (laughs) They, I don't even, I don't think they were shooting anybody, but they were just kind of like shooting in the air. They were just shooting the club up. They was just shooting them guns. And I was like, oh no, like. I thought somebody died, honestly. (laughs) But nobody did. That's the crazy thing. I think they were just like trying to like scare people into like, you know, to herd them because the orchestra was probably still playing and shit and people making out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like one lady, she was like. (laughs) The one lady and the dude who tried to like bust in the Holly's office, like go fuck or whatever, ended up actually the lady going who- to somebody else's office. And she had her titties out and they dragged her out she- of the room. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I, was, girl, I blocked that work? out of my memory. Girl, like, like at work? You didn't lock, first of all, it's you're at work. Second of all, you didn't lock the door because the doors at least, like the windows at least had like blinds on them or something, right? But you didn't lock the door. And again, you're at work. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's like, not your office. Oh. So what are you doing like, in somebody else's office? You go in on Monday and find like butt prints on your desk. No. Oh my God, no. Oh my God. This is like such a side note. But like when I worked in the music building, like um, at UNT, th- like... <laughs> There would be kids practicing in there, like in the little practice rooms, and they would try to stay in there all night because music students are crazy. But they, <laughs> we would have to go and like, um, like close down the entire building, which is building was huge. We had to lock all the doors, kick people out, and stuff. And my my coworker was like, "Yo, I was walking past the practice room, and some people were in there having sex." And I was like, "No, that's just no," because those rooms were tiny too. And I was like, "Oh God, oh God, no." And I was like, "There's not really many places for you to go in that room. <laughs> like you're on like one wall or the other or the door." And I was like, "Ew." I was like, "Did you do it?" <laughs> He's like, honestly, I just love them. And I was like, oh, the poor person has to use that room. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be disgusted. Because I was like, I ain't going in there. <laughs> this is so gross. Um, so, yeah. So, what happens next? I think, uh, oh, yeah. That's basically- when, like, all of the, like, employees are, like, rounded up by Hans uh-huh. and his squad. And they mm-hmm. get everybody like together, but nobody knows that John is there. So John yeah. is like, "What the fuck's up?" And yeah. he goes into stealth mode, yeah. <laughs> and he's on some other shit. And you see that Hans is this when he goes to talk to Mister Takai Takagi. Yeah, he so <laughs> in his wonderful German accent. Shout out to Alan Rickman's accent work 
uh he's like the, this company's greedy as shit we need to even the stakes um where's i get i don't know if he asked for takagi by name but he's kind of like um reading off his credentials so you find out like a lot about takagi in like a very short amount of time because i think they said he went to harvard he was like the vp of a company he's like a father of five and like nobody's like oh like this is takagi like he Gruber already knows that Takagi, like, who Takagi is, but he's kind of, like, I guess waiting for him to, like, say something, but then he kind of, like, you know, circles around him and he's like, yeah, you, come here. <laughs> and they uh, they take him to another floor, and John is going up there, like, following um, with his, uh, I think he brought his gun, like, his police, yeah, because he had his gun on the plane, which is crazy. Let me... That's insane. I don't. <laughs> if I ever figure it's out like, who on the plane with me, I don't know. Okay, so I was listening to another podcast. Side note, I was listening to this other podcast called uh, "Let's Watch Two Movies," which is basically the same ish premise as ours. Like they watch two movies and compare them or whatever. But it's like it's two white girls instead of two black girls, and um, and they talked about Die Hard, and they were like, "This is still a thing, apparently." And I was like, "Wait." Like I guess if you're not you like a, like if you're an active cop, you can go oh. on a plane with okay. a gun. <laughs> like that no. don't sound right. <laughs> I don't know uh, if you could do that now. I want to know. Let me uh, let's do a fact check. <laughs> can a cop bring a pl- a gun on a plane? On planes, can a cop go on planes with a uh, gun? Uh, they can. Oh no! no. <laughs> Wait, no. they can. Wait. Oh no! Oh, I'm on some crazy white guys thing. Ooh, let me send you this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I'm about to send you this. You about to laugh? You about they- to laugh? <laughs> You about to laugh. It looks like they need <laughs> special permission. Oh god. Oh god. I'm afraid what she's gonna say to me. If this me- messes up any algorithm I have going on, I'm gonna be mad, Ashley. You know what? I've had to Google all kinds of stuff, okay? <laughs> no, not my fault. This dude says bring it he's like, I advise all active and retired cops. Okay, first of all. No, no real hassle at all. Mm. Oh, he. Ooh, Richard I don't know. Look wild. Mm-mm, don't trust <laughs> Richard. <laughs> he found it. He dyes that hair. That's like Rogan. Mm-mm, don't trust him. Don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he I'm uses sure. a hard oh, check- too. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Apparently, you can do it checked. You know, I don't know. I don't want. It doesn't no. I don't want that. But but yeah, John has his gun from earlier. That's worth noting. He brought his gun with him um on the plane and he is carrying it with him up the stairs. Let's also let's this is a big plot point. Um he's not wearing any shoes and he does not find any more pairs of shoes for the rest of his movie. He does everything in this movie barefoot. I don't even like walking around my house barefoot. <laughs> so like you know the bottom of his Shut feet. Well, at first, at, up. before a certain part, they were black. Like, you know, 
you know his feet was black before he he fucked them up. His shirt turned from like a white to like a like a brownish gray. <laughs> so like it, it shirt went like reverse. <laughs> At this point, his his tank top was still white. Mm-hmm. It was white. This is this is the beginning of the shit. So <laughs> I hadn't seen I hadn't seen some shit yet. The tank top really needed like a best supporting actor or some shit because he was going, you know, he was right there in the shit. <laughs> in the shit. It was. <laughs> so they get up to, I guess, like another floor, right? And they, they, they had brought uh, Takagi up there. I think Gruber does like, like he kind of demonstrates that he's classically educated. And he also mentions, um, I guess, like, he does, like, the uh, Alexander the, the Great quote, the, you know, when he saw the breath of his domain, he wept for there's no more uh, worlds to conquer. And um, and the, the uh, Takagi's like, yo, so are you talking about, like, the model of the building that's here? Because they had, like, this big old model of, like, a new complex they were building or something. And he's like, no, actually, I just want your money. You have $624 million in bearer bonds and a vault. And we want that shit. And I guess this is what Takagi's like, uh, so are you, like, what kind of terrorists are you? Like, you want money? And he's like, oh, well, who said we were terrorists? And I was like, well, you came into the building <laughs> shooting up shit. <laughs> like, I think I would have <laughs> taken Taking hostages, like, I would assume first that you were terrorists before you just were like, because you could have just came after hours when nobody was home. Like, not home, but, like, when nobody was there, but you decided to take hostages and shit. So then it's essentially, it becomes, like, a terrorist uh, situation. Yeah. <laughs> it escalates, but, you know, it's like, like I don't think they, like, settled the terrorism versus the bank heist. And they was just like, we'll figure it out. And no. then it got to them in the car. And they was like, so heist or terrorist act? And they were like, uh, uh, let's just go in and see what happens. And there you <laughs> go. Let's flip a coin. Let's flip a coin and see. <laughs> How do you want to approach this? <laughs> this major moment. <laughs> uh, so they're asking Takagi for this code. Because I guess like to the vault or whatever. Um, and Takagi's like, I don't know it. I guess he thinks he's calling Gruber's bluff in some way, but that doesn't matter because Gruber's like, well, you know, make it hard or whatever. And he shoots them right in the head and John sees and he's like, shit! (laughs) He runs the (laughs) other direction. He runs the other direction, which I think is very realistic because... I'm sorry. Everybody's always like, oh, you know what I would do if I was in the situation? You have no idea. You have no idea. I guarantee you how much you've been in that situation. I'm pretty sure what you would do in that situation, if you're in that situation, would be to run the other way. <laughs> oh, it's just like, they didn't like see cyborg me. or some shit. Right. If they didn't see if me, they didn't, then if shit. they didn't see me, I'm out. They shooting folks? Hell no. Mm-mm. I'm yeah. with John. Yeah, like, uh, let me go and regroup in the stairwell for a second. I just saw a dude get shot in the head, and I wasn't really prepared. Because I think John's like, I don't know where he was. He was, like, hiding behind something. So I don't even know how they he got into the room. I forget how he got into the room. But they don't, 
they kind of like suspect someone is in the room once he like goes running out <laughs> but they don't actually see him yet so he's kind of good but he's like he's like i think he's like in the stairwell like on another floor and he's kind of like oh shit i hope i hope argyle heard that i hope argyle heard that and of course argyle is on the phone, on the phone. music blaring on that phone <laughs> and he's chilling you with the stuff kids. there <laughs> on the phone just on the phone all the time see just on the phone see see it doesn't matter what generation you are the young people will be on the phone and not paying a lick of attention <laughs> it's not just the it's not just the new kids it's also the kids uh, born in what? What would Argyle be? Like born in, like the sixties? He probably g- he probably be, like, generations uh, X. Or, is he X? Like early seventies? Yeah, probably. Is that, maybe. So you know the generation thing always confuses me. We've talked about this before. <laughs> I always gotta look it up because otherwise I don't know. But he's you know he's you know young people are. It just, that's the shared commonality between them. They're usually not paying any fucking attention, so you probably shouldn't ask them <laughs> or expect them to have heard gunshots because he was definitely making that limo bump. <laughs> so <laughs> I get the whole thing with the vault is that he they need to um, unlock it, but they don't have the code, so they have to do some sort of like techie shit this part lost me i'm all like this is part i was like wait they need to they're trying to like break in through the locks i guess without triggering an alarm maybe is that what happens but they didn't i guess i like the tech part didn't make much sense to me because they were just like cutting through pipes and shit and i was just like wait they were what they were like drilling through i thought and girl, you know, again, they didn't have anything. a clear plan. You, I mean, they were just like, get to work, <laughs> get to work. I think he needs like two hours though, because there's like seven different locks, and so he could break the code, but then he needed like an extra two hours to like break through this lock. Listen, the the thing is locked, and they got to open it. That's basically what you need to know here. <laughs> and so, um, John is like freaking out, and I like this part because he's kind of like, um, he's kind of like almost like kicking himself. He's like, "Why'd you run away? Why'd you run away?" And he's not like kind of like jumping in like head first into the action because I'm sure if he did, like, this movie would ended like half an hour <laughs> into it like, like this shit would not have kept going because <laughs> he would have got popped they would have <laughs> and blown him away they would have been like look yeah. at this nigga and pop, 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 <laughs> the end <laughs> that would have been it that would have been it he wouldn't have seen Holly he no more he didn't even have no like, shoes though like shoes you know what? You have to think when you're in these situations, when you're like against all odds or whatever, consider like the basics. Do you have shoes on? Do you have clothes on? <laughs> Do you have a semi automatic weapon? <laughs> Do your opponents have semi automatic weapons? Are there more than like three of them? You should probably regroup once again <laughs> on another floor and just take some time to think and don't dive headfirst and this is you know what this reminds me of when people are like on twitter talking about like uh if they would fight a, a 
grizzly bear or gorilla? Why does that conversation keep coming up? That conversation keeps coming up, and it, it, I'm like, neither, neither is the answer. Neither. Oh, I, I love that debate, though, because people really think they can fight like a gorilla, and I, I want to see it happen. I would well, pay money to watch a man punch a gorilla and have that gorilla knock his head the fuck off. Girls have opposable thumbs. That's the thing, right? They have opposable thumbs? Yeah. I think so. Oh, hell. Hell. Hell no. <laughs> we, not, they could punch you in the face. They could do a lot. Chimpanzees can rip your face off, Chimpanzees can rip your whole face off. So, that happened to like a, lady a good, I don't know. That did, did have delayed. She had to get a face transplant, which I don't know what happened with that, but absolutely not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> please don't fight gorillas man please don't do it <laughs> uh so i guess what happens next oh um john is trying to trigger the fire alarm um so that 911 will be alerted and i think they start to come like they they send out um like fire trucks and shit but then i think Hans is like, hey, call them and be like, uh, I guess they give like the name of the security guard and like some sort of information so they wouldn't like, you know, like there's no problem here. This is like my credentials or whatever. So they turn around <laughs> and John had me cracking up because he was like, come on, come to Pop, I'll kiss your fucking Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like, what the fuck are you doing? Because they started turning around. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you doing? No. <laughs> he was and and by this time um they figure out that there's another guy in the building um or someone's in the building who's fucking around and they send like a uh i don't know these people are like we never mentioned these people are all like some sort of like european except for um um the tech guy uh they're all some sort of like really tall really built european dudes like they're just like here where are you where are you they're like just carrying their big massive guns and this one dude has like 80 serial killer glasses um the fashion <laughs> the fashion Yo. it's interesting <laughs> Yo. i felt like everybody should have been like on the same page of what we wear to this heist because you got theo he downstairs dressed like yeah. he work at the gap hans oh. is like in a suit you got this dude in a sensible knit sweater. The dude, the blonde dude. Uh-huh. I got one in like, like <laughs> It's like it's like one of those sweaters you would have in like the nineties where you were like a kid and your mom would always put you in like it was some fucking terrible sweater. <laughs> it's usually that one. With some leggings. It. Yeah. A sweater with like, some leggings. I'm so confused on why. I guess they were just like, yeah, fuck it. Just, just go take over this building. Because usually you would think of people being like in stealth wear. Like all black. <laughs> but he was like, nah, yeah. I'm in uh, light wash jeans. <laughs> <laughs> light wash jeans and a nice sensible sweater. And I'm like, uh, and like BTK <laughs> glasses. <laughs> like, holy shit. He, looks, he looks like Woody Harrelson, honestly. He got no, like... He- that bad the looking. one with the, the Woody Harrelson is um he fine um 
I love the confidence in that statement. <laughs> I love the confidence. I love the I love the confidence behind that statement. <laughs> oh my god. To me. To me. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. You know, to we're just me, letting each other Ashley. have we're, we're just letting to each me. other have have these have these people. I get Jude. You get Woody Harrelson. <laughs> A trade was made here. <laughs> to me. Somehow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Where are we? Uh, <laughs> oh, so yeah. So they're tracking the, the Swedish. I keep calling him the Swedish dude. He was really tall and really blonde. So that's, that's, that's where I landed. Um, He's tracking John. John pulls the gun on him. And okay, the statement too, this had me a little like, yo. Um, the Swedish dude's like, you won't hurt me. You're a policeman. There are rules for policemen. And John is like, yeah, that's what my captain keeps telling me. And I'm like, oh no. Are you like an <laughs> Elliot Stabler? John, yes. are you an Elliot Stabler? <laughs> you know he punches um, people in the face. You know oh, it. Oh no. Oh no! You know, no. You know he's fist fighting a perp in the street, just like tape. Mm. That's and mm-hmm. he has issues at home, bro. Oh, I think he fighting all the perps. You know what? Stabler had a lot of issues at home because his fucking he kids did. hated him. I think he got because I think his, his wife, wife was left like, them. no, we separate. Yeah, his wife left him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't seem die hard. He didn't seem it. I was like, uh, okay. I feel like Hollywood loves Hollywood loves cops. Like they loves do cops. They blue yeah, eyes matter. And... <sighs> <laughs> Every time I hear, I just get like, ugh, like a. Like a weird pain, like right between my eyebrows. <laughs> like, like, oh no, 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 no. Um, that no. So, uh, I yeah, that part I was like, John, don't make me like, like, don't make me not like you because I, I mean, you want to root for him. I mean, the situation, but also like, I don't need to know that you like beat up minorities. <laughs> on your beat like i don't need to know that you possibly extrajudiciously do things that you shouldn't be doing um and in the, the 80s actually job done like i know we keep saying it's the 80s but like so you not? know it's happening <laughs> could he not oh you yeah know I mean, it was now. You, yeah. yeah the only difference is like there's no cameras now there's cameras and people are like hell yeah yeah <laughs> So that's even worse. That's even fucking worse. Um, but so I don't know what happens next, but like somehow the guy is strangled. Like there's like a fight. And they John killed, basically He killed that man. He kills yeah, that man. He like strangles him down a flight of stairs. <laughs> he wraps him up as happened to And he oh, lets okay. it go and that man dies. He hangs him. They went tall. They went tumbling down that flight of stairs, though. So, like, <laughs> he's getting his ass up. 
He did. He did. And John tries to take the guy's shoes. Um, but the guy, okay, this seems <laughs> not true. The guy's feet are too small. I was like, the dude's like six foot two. So like, how is that possible? But he's like, well, of all the terrorists in the world, I had to get the woman's feet smaller than my sister. <laughs> I think, I think that was a lie. I think he was trying to entertain himself. Like he had a he BDE because he just killed a man. So he's like, this man has small feet. <laughs> I do not. I just killed a man. <laughs> if, 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 if BDE is stopping you from putting on shoes when you need to put on shoes, you know, maybe, 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 uh, turn that down a notch. <laughs> Dowel that back a bit. <laughs> Before you have to be running around here, sprinting from fucking bad guys and you're fucking <laughs> barefoot or whatever. Uh, so he could have stolen um, a man's socks. He could put on his socks. He could have like taken that, that sweater and put it like on his feet. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think the dude had socks. That's gross. <laughs> I'm just thinking about logistics now. I'm thinking so. I've been getting too detailed. Uh, so <laughs> this is a great moment. So then he what happens? They um, he sees like a Santa decoration. And so he, I guess he wheels this guy into like the, an elevator and he's like on top of the elevator somehow, like as the elevator is like going down. So he sends it down to the floor with where the party slash hostages are. <laughs> this is no longer a party. It's a straight hostage situation. And the dude is in a Santa hat now tied to this chair and he's slumped over dead. dead. And then his... <laughs> Jazz shit, and the dude has like, uh, I guess John wrote, "Now I have a machine gun, ho ho ho." But like, <laughs> Hans is reading it, <laughs> and his accent, this accent had me cracking up. <laughs> He's like, "Now I have a machine gun, ho ho ho." <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> I was like, how can you not think this is a, is a fucking Christmas movie? Look at that. Santa Claus representation, Christmas representation, like, ho, ho, ho. We got Christmas lights. We got Santa hats. Dude, dead. That's unfortunate. But, like, <laughs> we're keeping up the theme here. <laughs> so, so I this, guess, what happens next? Is this, this is when John gets really on their radar, because he's Hans is very mad that his little his homeboy got killed and he was mocked on a sweater. So he's is this when he starts trying to send people to find John? And Yeah, he's We have the dead so the dead guy was brothers with another guy. Another terrorist, I guess, if you can call him that terrorist. And so uh I don't know why, because he's like, oh, yeah, your brother's dead, but, like, don't don't kill him. And I'm like, why would you tell him that he's... Okay. So then he, like, basically, like, riles this dude up and then is like, but find him, but don't kill him or something like that. It's like, we need to stick to the plan here. And so, yeah, they basically send people to look at him, and somehow John is, like, riding the tops of elevators <laughs> to get around. <laughs> he's, like, not on the elevator. He's, like, on top of it. Almost gets his head smashed at one point and like the resourcefulness it's beautiful (laughs) 
But also at the same time, they have been putting bombs around the building, I guess. And they're kind of um, like, they're expecting the police to show up, number one. And they're expecting the police to show up and start negotiating because, like, this is a hostage situation. So they're basically like, we're going to stick to the plan until shit goes left. Which, of course, John is going to make shit go left. And I think he, uh, he, oh, this is when he heads up to the to the roof. And he's grabbed the walkie-talkie also from the dude, from the dead guy. And he's starting to send out a distress signal. <laughs> and the lady at 911 was like, listen. Quit playing on our damn Stop phone. Stop calling my phone. <laughs> Quit playing on my phone. Side note. <laughs> She's not like what's her face from from uh nine one one. She was Gloria. She was hanging up <laughs> like Gloria. And <laughs> uh, aside, yes. y'all, Ashley got me hooked on watching nine one one on Fox on Mondays. Um, I watched great. that show in two days because Ashley was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, it's a baby stuck in a pipe," and I was like, "A baby stuck in a pipe." <laughs> When somebody flushed a baby down the toilet, I was like, a whole baby? So I ended, up, <laughs> I ended up watching the first episode. Somebody put a whole baby down a toilet pipe and the baby got stuck and they slipped really out happened. a baby from a pipe. And really I watched this a gift. I, I watched the whole thing and I was like, this is my new favorite show. A man flew out of a, a rolling hills. <laughs> Because he was with his plus-size friend in the pretty plus. They couldn't get the bar down to lock it. Girl, I didn't even realize that that's happened until you tweeted me. You're like, he was a pretty plus. That's so fucked up. And I was like, I didn't realize. I'm so sorry. Literally, every time I looked at <laughs> that's why I looked up and I was like, you are fucking lying. Cause every time I like would watch, like I was trying to work on something and I just needed background <laughs> noise. And I just was like, this show has like a, you know, it's an hour. It's got several episodes. I'll watch a couple, like a couple, just have it playing. Cause if I watch something I know that I've seen, I'm going to start watching it. So I was like, this should be easy girl. Like every five minutes, <laughs> something was happening. And I was like, when the roller coaster happened, I was like, "Let me put this laptop. Let me put the laptop down." Because it, <laughs> like, literally every time I'm like, "Bitch, are you serious? <laughs> you can't be fucking serious. Like, this is still happening. <laughs> it got worse as the episodes got. As the episodes got, uh, we got farther along into the season. It just got. I'm so sorry that I brought that into your life, but." If you if you're interested it. and you're like in Black Girl TV Club, I guess <laughs> watch nine one one. That shit is wild. Okay, and it's got Angela Bassett. Who don't love Angela Bassett? Angela Bassett. Um, was it Aisha? Is there is Aisha in? Yeah, Hines. Yeah, or Hines. Yeah. So yeah, watch watch for if you want to watch for those two alone, they're great. There's other people on there as well. So like, I mean. It's worth it. Yeah, this is a nice little uh, TV recommendation, you know? Nice little cute two seasons, two, or season and a half, basically, on Hulu. Yeah. You have Hulu. If not, steal your friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, going back to this 911 dispatcher, she was like, don't play on my phone. <laughs> and she, John is like, no fucking shit, lady. Do I look like I'm ordering a pizza? Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> his little like one liners had me dead. <laughs> he was pissing there. He's like, <laughs> Do I sound like I ordering a pizza, bitch? <laughs> Which like <laughs> I mean I know people play on 911 sometimes, but like, dude, he's like, I'm I'm just people they're shooting. They're shooting here. <laughs> There's shit happening here. Please come back. So it's too late for him though because they start they make it to the roof and they start shooting and there's like a little firefight and the lady's like shit okay I hear bullets I hear gunshots or whatever like send like a random cruiser out and this is when we get to um I do not remember his name in this movie either I'm really bad I'm so sorry y'all Carl Winslow his name is like Al yeah I I wrote Carl Winslow Sergeant Al Powell that's a that's a hard. No, um, no. Al Pal, Al Pal. Yeah, Al, Al Pal. Pal. I'm gonna say Albert. <laughs> Albert, Albert Pal. Al Pal. Albert Pal. Um, <laughs> we sound like the fucking seagulls from uh from Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh. So yeah. So he is. Um. He is the police officer that they asked to go and investigate and we see him he's buying twinkies for his wife because she's pregnant he bought like a stack of twinkies for like 250 like it's the 80s things were cheap but you can't even buy like zebra cakes for like a dollar anymore like a pack of zebra cakes it's like fucking two dollars there's only six of them oh, i can I demolish zebra those. cake in forever Oh, I love zebra cakes. <laughs> Twinkies are nasty. I don't know how people. Ugh, ugh. They nasty. They no. So she must have really had cravings because no, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so uh, they are chasing John all over this building with machine guns. I think somehow he ends up in the elevator sh- or not the elevator shaft, the air conditioning shafts. And this is part I was like. Yo, my fear. <laughs> I'm. I don't know what. Is there like a final destination? There's some horror movie where someone ends up in an elevator. Not elevator. I keep saying elevator. In an air conditioning shaft, and they turn the heat on, and they like burn to death in this sh- in, the, in the air conditioning shaft. Is do you recognize of this? Course. Am I making this up? I'm I swear, this is like. This I is know, like in. A movie you probably have never seen called, I think it's called The ABCs of Death, where they have a like <laughs> a clip where somebody is an assassin and they're in like the air shaft and they die by accident. Um, but but maybe fear. like one of the Saw movies where somebody gets pushed in the furnace and they can't get out. I don't maybe know. That. This is literally. This was literally like somebody's crawling in the air shaft to get away from somebody and they turn on the heat. This might not have been a horror movie. I don't really know what this was, but this this that scene has like informed me like every time I see like a movie where somebody's in an an air shaft, I'm like, no, please don't. It's small and it's metal. (laughs) And what if you die? I don't even know if that could actually happen. Like if you could like burned to death in in an air shot i'm gonna go with a no but i actually don't know but um yeah john is crawling through that bitch 
And he does like some crazy like Mission Impossible type shit where he like lodges his gun in like the the vent and then tries to like swing across because he can't like get across like in one fell swoop so he has to like do some sort of maneuvering and i was like oh this is some superhero shit now like (laughs) he's really he is really doing it and i um i no i don't if you if you're making me crawl through an elevator shaft or not i keep saying elevator through an air shaft i think i'd be like you know what i give up i'm sorry (laughs) i'd be worried i get stuck but he's like a grown man, so maybe maybe he'll be all right. If I if he could do it, I could do it. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't want I don't want to I don't want to find out. <laughs> I'm too scared to be like, oh god, I'm gonna you get can stuck. Test it out and see. Girl, no, I won't be doing that. <laughs> I'm like going in my attic. <laughs> I'm just like going to the attic, dude. I'm always like, nah, that's all right. This don't look stable. <laughs> I ain't trying to fall through nobody's ceiling today. <laughs> so they, um, I guess what happens next? Oh, so he makes it to the floor where Takagi was murdered. Because he sees like the blood stain on the floor. I don't know what they did with the body. Uh, and he sees Carl Winslow's cruiser. I literally wrote Carl Winslow's cruiser because I forgot. <laughs> Me and name sometimes, y'all. It don't always. <laughs> it don't always click <laughs> up here. So John is like, I guess he was like kind of like slowly driving and not really like paying any fucking attention. And <laughs> John's like, who was driving his car? Stevie Wonder? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, bruh. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! So, um, so Carl Winslow sees the guard in the lobby, but like, like we said before, it's a dummy guard. So, like, this is not actually uh someone who is on the side of good. And he goes in. He's asking him questions and stuff. And I think the, the guard's like a a southerner, right? He's got like some um, I guess he's supposed to have like a fake accent. I don't know. It, Seemed a little heavy-handed, <laughs> but uh, I don't know how he did not hear these gunshots. I guess it's like on like a floor, like really high up, but like they were on the roof too, so nobody caught it. It takes a long time for anybody to really understand like there is a hostage situation happening in this building. Yeah, like way, 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 way too long. Like way long. <laughs> I think it's like the first hour of this movie. You're like, God damn, someone come to the building. Um, and so uh while I think John is being followed by like another guy, and the dude's like, Next time you have a chance to shoot someone, don't hesitate. And then John like shoots him in the crotch. <laughs> like, oh, we're getting to a point. <laughs> we're getting to a level that is a lot. And so uh, Carl Winslow still hasn't clued in. He's about to leave. And then John's like, well, fuck it, man. And he drops this dude's dead body on top of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and bitch, Carl loses his shit. <laughs> because I think they also start shooting at him, too. I don't know. Yeah, they fuck him up. They fuck that little car up. He almost died. He fucked that car up himself. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was driving back, which was so long. I was like, no, bo- there's no bullets left. Like, there's no bullets coming. <laughs> and he, I don't, I don't know how he survived. He basically backed it over like a little like drop, like over a wall, basically. Like through a yes. fence. And like over a wall, and so he's like hanging backwards. I was like, uh, I mean, are you going to go home to your wife? <laughs> because you can't be driving like that if you plan on making it home. You can't be driving like that, bro. Like <laughs> But he's screaming on the on the line. He's like, Right, send backup, send backup. And they finally fucking send backup. Like it took him so long to send anybody. Uh, but Hans isn't shook. Hans is like, man, we planned for this shit. It's cool. Um, and I think at this point, John and Hans start talking to each other over the walkie-talkie. Which I guess yes. is... I don't, I don't know if they... That doesn't usually happen in movies a lot. I feel like they, you know... Maybe it's more of like a final confrontation. and Like, oh, here's the big boss. But they're actually having like a little, not like a friendly conversation, but he's, Hans kind of yeah, it's like a little banter and, and Hans is like, oh, you're just another American and you, you know, you've been corrupted by uh, like sort of like action movie culture, I guess. And they, I guess they're, it's kind of like the movie at this point is being like self-referential because they mentioned like Rambo, like. Hans basically thinks he's just like a dude who's kind of like, oh yeah, you think you're like the big hero, like uh, like a John Wayne type. And I guess John is like, uh, I'm actually partial to Roy Rogers because I like those little sequin shirts. <laughs> and in this whole point, I guess this whole thing, uh, John has stolen one of the the detonators off one of the dead guys. There's multiple dead guys, I guess, at this point, I feel. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Everybody. So the walkie talkie thing, everybody is on this one channel somehow yes. to where they're all talking or like they can hear each other. Um, he doesn't tell Carl Winslow who he is necessarily. Because obviously, because Hans can overhear. Um, but he's like, yeah, these guys are. <laughs> He's like, I'm judging that these guys are Europeans by the clothing labels and by their cigarettes. <laughs> like, this is so stereotypical. <laughs> it's like another, like, American stereotype of another part of the world. We're just so yeah. good at it. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I was like, their clothing labels and the cigarettes, not like their voices or anything. Like, it's like this. this <laughs> Just the serial killer glasses, I guess. <laughs> like, and their like tiny shoes. And their tiny little girly shoes because they don't have big feet like us Americans or whatever. Like, Americans <laughs> are so tiring. I know. I know. Sometimes I'm like, man, we're going through it over here. But, like, at the same time, like, we, some of us, I mean, some of us deserve it. Yeah. So, like, not, not, not everybody. Not everybody, like, but you know the ones who be who be like America, fuck yeah, like yeah, y'all can have them. <laughs> Go after yeah. them if you would like. They being embarrassing us too, like yikes, just embarrassing all the time. <laughs> so I guess 
what happens next? There's, um, I wrote down that the principal from the breakfast club shows up. Bruh. <laughs> he's basically like, the same role. What? It's like the Isn't exact same. Isn't he of like the police department or FBI? I think he's the head. Of, he's the head of the the police department. He's the police chief. I didn't write down his okay. name because I am, of course, a terrible note taker. Um, but they don't believe Carl Winslow at all. Like they don't believe that John is helping them. They don't know who that guy. Like he's like he could be a terrorist. Have you considered that he's just like stringing you along? And like Carl's like no. He's like mentioning things like um, their fake IDs and like you I know, think he just sounds cop. like he's a cop. Yeah, I think he's a cop. I was like, Carl, you're not making it really uh, good on your side. <laughs> you might want to give them a little bit more. I know you're like in a bind or whatever. You just lost your pre- police cruiser, but like, you're not really making it easy. You're not doing it like your self service here. <laughs> um, and it doesn't matter because uh, the TV cameras arrive, and that's when shit gets like real left <laughs> because the TV cameras don't give a shit about anything. They just want a story. And I think this is when they and start. They find um, one. They do find one. This is when they start. Um, they start broadcasting this on TV. So finally, like people actually know, like, oh yeah, there's a hostage situation. It takes them a long time. I feel like nowadays this wouldn't happen. Like we know, like instantaneously. Because like once that first gunshot went off in the building, like everybody's gonna be either calling or tweeting, film filming it, mm-hmm. like. We would probably oh, God, know about it immediately. Mm-hmm. Immediately. That's and, actually happened before during a shooting, yeah. I believe. Yeah, that was uh, a lot. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, no, 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 I don't. This is instantaneously, though. Like, something is wrong, like, from across, like, the nation. That's, it's, it's good that we have that, that ability to let people know. Like, that's. I think that's one of, like, the big things about social media that's been touted, like, you can know things that you wouldn't know, like, certain injustices and stuff, but also, like, it's, like, oh, this is, like, real-time shit. (laughs) This is, like, this is overwhelming. It can be overwhelming at times to, like, know this off the the rip. I mean, not as overwhelming as to be in it, I'm sure, (laughs) but it can be a lot. Cause I'm like, oh no, my anxiety has <laughs> gone through the roof. Cause like, there's there's things wrong. And I don't know what to do. Cause I can't do anything. Which of course, I mean, even if I was there, I couldn't do anything. But it just makes it worse, I think. Cause you're just like completely powerless to help do anything. Cause you can't see like, you know, stay calm. I would never send like a stay calm tweet. I'm like, no, don't tell me what to do in a hostage situation. It- yeah. This is a movie that you technically would not be able to bring to modern day, which is why a lot of those sequels aren't very good from what I've heard. So there you go. Okay, so did you stay and watch the the second? I think they didn't play the second one. They played Die Hard with the Vengeance, which is the third one. Which has Samuel L. Jackson as his like kind of sidekick in that movie. Hmm. I only watched like the first, I would say, twenty minutes or so, and it was so crazy because I don't really know what was happening. I missed like the thing, but basically, 
the I think the plot of it is supposed to be like Hans Gruber's brother, which is played by Jeremy Irons, <laughs> another British guy. <laughs> um, I guess comes back for revenge for like him killing uh, Hans or whatever, and um, and so they for some reason. This has nothing to do with that plot, but like we see John get dropped off by like a group of uh of like cops or whatever. They were kind of like staged in there with like hardly any clothes. And I was like, oh my god, Brittany. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he had he was wearing like a sandwich board or something. But then he had I don't know why they did this. I think it was, they dropped him off in Harlem somewhere. And his his sandwich board said "I hate niggers" on it, and I was like, <gasps> "What?" what? <laughs> it was like, "Wait, what?" And then like Samuel Jackson was like, "Bruh, what?" Because I think he's like working. He he doesn't. He's not like a cop or anything, but he's like, "Bruh, why are you out here?" He's like, "He's like, no, I'm a cop. I'm like undercover, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Are you trying to get killed?" <laughs> like it was like, "John, why would you let them do this to you?" <laughs> Why would you let the diss you? So that I didn't I did not finish that the uh it was crazy, dude. I was like, you know what? I've been watching this movie for like <laughs> at that point, we were going to like to like hour four, and I was like, I can't watch the TV anymore. I'm I need my eyes to have a break. <laughs> but like also I was like, bro, what? <laughs> like you I mean, I'm sure in somebody's movie you could do that, but I don't think you could do that like for real, for real. <laughs> like now, I, no. And this, I think this that was in what? 1995. 95. I don't know if that was considered a good movie. It, it made a lot of money. Nah, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it was considered good. Yeah, uh, so oh, so he's been suspended. We're going into like a completely different movie, but he um oh, so somebody basically threatens him. So I guess it's Jeremy Irons. They say like here, drop him off in the middle of Harlem, put the sandwich board on him, and because he he just detonated a bomb in a building and like at a department store, and he's threatening to like do another bomb like detonate another bomb if they don't do it and i'm like <laughs> like <laughs> simon you wild because <laughs> i was his code name there i was like simon you wild <laughs> like why are you, you trying to get him because he almost like gets the shit knocked out of him <laughs> like and probably murdered because it's like just on like a random street in harlem and they're like what the fuck <laughs> i was like i was sitting there i was like what Look, I don't think they show it on IFC. I don't think they show it. <laughs> but I was like, "Yo, who wrote this? <laughs> like, who let this happen?" But anyways, I guess back to the the thing. I've lost like completely where it was. I think I think Holly's in charge. That's where I've got to. Holly's in charge now. So her boss is dead. If she tries to like keep everybody calm and attempts to like try to talk to Hans and his boys mm-hmm. but then Ellis does another line it's like yo I got it don't worry about it I'm good I can negotiate with her. <laughs> I got it mm-hmm. 
so he goes and he um starts to try like talk to Hans and he's like oh you talking to to John I know him hold on put me on the phone he's like yo what you doing <laughs> like what's up with you and I he tries to have like, like a really casual <laughs> Ellis like bro what are you doing this is a hostage situation like they have guns and they're pointed at you <laughs> like, <laughs> that coke must have had him real 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 uh bold isn't that what Coke does? It's very bold. It has you doing a lot of stuff. Mostly never, thinking that you're invincible. I have never, and, you know, I have no experience with this shit, but like from what I have seen, shit may make you do crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Including just going up and talking to terrorists and shit. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but I think also too, like if he wasn't full of Coke, he probably would have done it anyway. He just seemed like a dumbass. You're right. He yeah. is a powerful businessman who is a white guy. Too, a lot of money. So he could do he whatever he wants. Yeah. That's the deadly combination, man. That should get you marked. <laughs> <laughs> and it did. It did get him marked. <laughs> he tried it. He tried he it. Did. And Hans was like, I'm tired of this bullshit and just shot this man while he was I on mean, the radio talking to John. And I was like, oh, and then I was like, uh, yeah, I can see this. Okay. I can't, I can't see him getting out of that situation alive. Nope. To be and he didn't make, he didn't even try to make himself seem likable because he said something kind of racial or at, at least I felt like he, he was talking like very American. Oh, like, like American tourist. Like, you know, um, over here, we do things this way. And I was like, uh, what? Oh, God, like, I swear. You don't you don't have the power in this situation, bruh. These you men have literally power. have guns. And you have coke. Um, if yeah. you didn't snort at all. He probably, he probably did. did. He probably did. <laughs> so <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. You have nothing, dude. You don't have six hundred twenty-six million dollars. That's for damn sure. So, <laughs> oh, Alice. Oh well. I mean, had to be you. Sorry, bruh. <laughs> R.I.P. Bruh. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, my guy. <laughs> so, this like er, I think this is like John hears the them shooting Ellis. Also, the police hear him too. Mm-hmm. So. They um try to figure out like what's actually going on inside of the building because they've been communicating to John. Um, is this where this is where they kind of spill the beans and Ellis lets them know that the guy is not quote unquote Roy. His name is John McClain, and then that's when the police yeah. goes to do like that background check. The um reporters are there and they pull up all his information and they attempt don't they like attempt to have John negotiate a little bit with Hans Uh, I don't know if they actually do get him because they don't like they the police chief is kind of like man fuck this John dude who cares like I don't think he 
he, he most of the time he's like we don't need his help we don't need his help i don't know if that's like a like a uh like a thing you know how on this is such a bad fighting reference but you know how on law and order every time they go to another like <laughs> state or whatever they're always like we don't need your new york city cops around here <laughs> that's kind of one of his the same thing it's like we don't need this guy here we don't need his help you're from another you know town or whatever i'm like don't y'all have like some sort of cop brotherhood or some shit i don't know how that works where they're just kind of like we don't uh, need your fucking help but also like we need your help uh, yeah like you don't have any eyes in the building because also we need to mention these motherfuckers try to drive up to this bitch with a tank like the like John is like, don't, you know, don't, no, 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 don't do any of this, don't do this. Because they have the fucking building all like rigged with detonate, with like explosives and shit. And they, you know, they're like, no, we're just going to go and like charge the building. Bitch, why do these motherfuckers pull out a bazooka? That's the part. I was like, all right, <laughs> we are on another level of weaponry. I ain't seen no bazooka come out of that truck when y'all first got out of it. So where was it? <laughs> They blew that shit to high hell. <laughs> so this is like, like they just completely just, and of course the news camera is there. So people are seeing this on TV and they're just like, this is embarrassing for y'all. Like I'm just up here by myself, but y'all got all this firepower and look what the fuck happens. Y'all just got eight <laughs> up. <laughs> so, I think, um, so yeah, I think after oh well, this is when I think Gruber decides that he he wants to he tries to turn on like the whole like I'm a terrorist and these are these are my demands and it's like he's de- he names like a bunch of different like I don't know if these are like international like considered like terrorist groups because I didn't catch all the groups names but like he mentions like a bunch of different groups and like he says there's one that he found out like he read about in Time magazine so you. We basically figure out he's like bullshitting them. He's like, we want all these groups released from um their individual prisons that they're like being held in, and only then, you know, and we want to escort to LAX, and then you can have the hostages. And the, the police chief was like, I don't have the jurisdiction to do any of that shit. But John, <laughs> I think I think he's just I think Gruber does it to to distract them. Like that's his whole thing. He's like, we just need the police to be distracted. We know they're gonna come over here and do all this you know try to either negotiate with us or like start like an actual like firefight but like we just need time so that theo can get through the locks to get the money that's it he doesn't really care (laughs) like he has no real demands because they're really not there for anything but the money like they're not trying to make a statement or anything it's not some sort of like you know we're doing this for oppressed peoples around the world like no this is we're, we want the money just because <laughs> you got it and we want it. I think in, in we can get it. <laughs> we have the tech guy. Is this like a little before then, like after, cause like Gruber Ellis thinks that he can talk to John to get the detonators for the C4 and stuff. That's like all over the building. And John is mm-hmm. like, hell no, nigga, I don't know you. Um, and <laughs> they like that goes totally left, like Ellis is dead, mm-hmm. and I think this is when Gruber like finds McClane, like he goes up 
to kind of like assess the situation with the detonators with the explosives on the roof. And that's when he runs into John. Mm-hmm. And this is when he starts acting. He acting. <laughs> acting. He is acting. He is like, <laughs> oh, hey, oh, oh, hey, who are you? And John is like, who are you? He's like, I'm just an American man hanging out in this building. Um, look, I'm a little afraid. What are you doing up here, sir? And so they have like a back and forth. He's doing like Gruber is trying his best to be an American man trapped in this building. <laughs> and yeah, like something have happens. That, um, have you seen that episode of King of Hill? Have you seen the episode of King of no. Hill where um Alan Rickman? It's like the Renaissance Festival. Oh my God, Alan Rickman is the king of the Renaissance Festival, and he's taking it like too far. And of course, Peggy. You know, no, don't last. Peggy is there, and she tries to like get in good with them or whatever, and then they, of course, they shun her. So then she decides to, like take down the Renaissance Festival, <laughs> and and he he's speaking in his like regular British accent the entire time. But then I think he gets like dethroned at the end. He was like, "Well, shoot, how am I supposed to make my car payment?" turns into like full on like country bumpkin and I was like oh Jesus Christ <laughs> a true thespian <laughs> that is an actor an actor an actor <laughs> he did he did pull that accent on him and for a while we think that John is actually like because he gives him a gun too and I was like John can't give him a gun. Like, this man you don't get random motherfuckers you. guns. Yeah, I was like, you don't get random motherfuckers guns and shit, bro. Like, come on now. But apparently, John knew the entire time. <laughs> so <laughs> nice little switcheroo there. <laughs> and I think he and, he, he tries to pull the gun on him, right? And the gun yeah, is loaded. Like, nope. And he's like, oh, you must be Gruber. And he's like, oh, fuck. It's like I am. <laughs> I am. Damn it! <laughs> I cannot do. I cannot mimic his accent like at all. Like his German accent. I don't even know. Do we want to call that German accent? Uh, no, because when he said "yippee ki yay, motherfucker," that definitely was not. That part. I still laugh at the ho 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 part though. That shit cracked me up. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man, I'll let me miss you. <laughs> so this is when like the rest of his boys arrive, right? Like Yeah, they he come has off the elevator. Some of his henchmen arrive and Mm-hmm. McClane ends up killing some of them and he has to leave without like the detonators for all the, the bombs mm-hmm. and stuff around the building. And this is mm-hmm. when like all the FBI folks come through and they're running like Carl Rinslow and the principal from the Breakfast Club out and the the police yeah. chief is like, okay girl, I guess we done here. I don't, we can't do anything else. Like he he still yeah. doesn't care really that much. Um, and they introduce some like FBI agents, but they really don't matter. 
All I know is okay, like they get really. I think there was a weird part where they have like the the guys on the helicopter. Are those F- those are FBI yes. guys, right? Okay, that yes. part was weird to me because it's also kind of funny because the guys like, does this remind you of Vietnam? And the, the black guys like, bro, I was in junior high. <laughs> I think that's kind of like another part of this movie that's kind of like self aware because I think most of the movies, the action movies, were probably kind of set in vietnam because i know there's um i always fucking forget this movie oh god not apocalypse now no well yeah that's in that's in vietnam right i think so probably yeah but i think um not that what's the movie called it's the it's the um predator oh no apocalypse Girl, stop. <laughs> what is Stanley? <laughs> Stanley Kubrick, he did it. What is it called? Full Metal oh, Jacket. Full metal jacket. Oh, I love Full yeah. Metal Jacket. Okay. Oh, I love that movie too. Um, so yeah, so that, like, I think that's like the, the kind of the, the time, because I guess it's like the, the, the next, I guess the, the last war <laughs> before shit got real in the 90s again. So like, yeah. I, I, it's kind of funny that they kind of mentioned it's like no 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 we're 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 moving past that now. I like that like little hint, like that little sort of nod to like old movies or older action movies that were kind of set in Vietnam. I'm so sorry that took me like forever to figure out who that was. <laughs> but yeah, but those guys they they try to like land the helicopter on the plane, right? Or not on the plane, on the building, and yeah. then. While they're also sending out hostages. Yeah. And that turns into a whole shitstorm because they end up blowing up the roof. And the helicopter (laughs) gets fucked up. (laughs) The helicopter gets fucked up. (laughs) Like, jeez. They were trying to send, like, the... The hostages to the roof, so mm-hmm. they could blow up the roof, and then everybody would think they're they're dead too. But John mm-hmm. is like, "No, y'all, they gonna blow up the roof. They gonna blow up the roof. So y'all need to go downstairs to the first floor." And this mm-hmm. is when the uh, FBI agents thinks that he is a terrorist because he has a fucking gun, and so they and start shooting sh- at him. They do. <laughs> I was like, "Bruh, y'all are fucking this all the way up." <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ, my goodness. And yeah, I think this is, yeah, they they detonate the shit and shit all gets all fucked up. <laughs> um, and before this too, by this time, John, John, this is the, the John McClane barefoot report. He is fucked up. <laughs> He's like dragging yeah, he his, his feet are bloody. Ooh, he just stepped on glass. They he stepped on glass. Yeah, well, now black and, like, red. <laughs> oh, and, and tank top watch. So, like, the tank, tank top, top is now dark skin. The tank top is black, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> the tank top. <laughs> tank top is oh my covered God. in soot. So. It was disgusting, yeah. And this is when I wrote in all caps, I think. Brittany, his titties are out. 
gosh. Oh gosh. Did he watch? <laughs> so they were I was watching three hours of this movie for that that moment. Well, not that moment per se, because like he still has on the tank top when he goes like ex- jumps off the building with a fire hose, swings into the building, shoots through the glass, and flies in. It almost fall out the building again. And I was like, "Woo, this is intense!" Uh, yeah, and he didn't blow up either because he had to jump off the roof when they blew up the roof. <laughs> he grabbed like the nearest <laughs> thing to get to like the farther level, and then he almost falls off the fucking thing because when <laughs> he sh- can you shoot glass and like do that shit? Because you know they always do that in like like in action movies where you could shoot the like windshield and they kick out the windshield. I feel like that's not physically mm-hmm. possible. I feel like you can do it, but it also would take a good minute. So you may not have that time and you'd be dead. Yeah. So you never have like an actual full minute. Or if it is five minutes, it turns into like 20 in movie time, but it's really like five minutes in real life. <laughs> but like, I always see that happen. I'm like, is that really possible? Can you really shoot like a shoot like a window and like crash through it? You could do like a test run, actually. Like you could do a test run if you wanted to. Telecast is for a movie. Movie research. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! No. (laughs) I must say, I do live in Texas. I mean, we do have tons and tons of gun ranges and gun shows. There's like one like every fucking couple months here. But like Jesus, (laughs) Uh, you won't get me (laughs) caught up. (laughs) I know that much. But oh, we missed the part with them. Wait, oh, we need to talk about Carl. And John asked Carl why he's not, um, bruh, bruh, out in the fields. And I was like, <laughs> I screamed. I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh no. So I, yeah. So basically, Carl Winslow, not real Carl Winslow, but like Carl Winslow has. Is not like necessary. Although he's in the he's in the field, but I guess it's not like in like the high stakes part. He's mostly like a neighborhood patrol cop, more than like a attend to this robbery or whatever kind of shit. And so Carl shot a kid. He shot a thirteen year old. Uh, the thirteen year old had a toy ray gun. And I was like, he- uh, yeah. Um, Cause um, yeah. I'm I'm from Cleveland, guys, and I was like, uh, this yeah, is this is bad. This is, this is bad because it happened like <laughs> in this movie like 30 years ago, and it happened again in real life. Oh god, in real life, in real life, and was like, oh, yeah. it it was like a bad moment for me. I was like, oh no. Yeah, because no, no, you're no. supposed to fully feel bad for him, not the kid. You're supposed to feel bad for the cop. And I'm like, they don't. Yeah, do they say if they killed the kid or he just shot a kid? He didn't say if he like died. He said he shot him, but still, you assume no. that's something terrible. I mean, that's tra- being shot is traumatic enough. Like shit. <laughs> like, oh my god. And so yeah, you're supposed to feel bad for him. And I was like, bruh, not. Not in 2018, sir. Not in 2018. I won't, I won't be doing that. Especially since they let you back out 
in the field. Yeah. Like, you're in the field. You're driving a car. You have a badge still. You're not on desk duty, for the most part. And so he was like, yeah, I shot this kid, and I just didn't want to ever use my gun again. So I just, you know, stopped doing, like, the big field stuff. And I was like, okay, but you shouldn't be working at all in, like, a just world. <laughs> you wouldn't be working it at all. And I'm not going to feel bad because you can't. A ray gun? You thought a ray gun was real? It don't even look like a real gun. If this is what I'm thinking about, like something from the Jetsons? Like, bruh, no. No, 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 no. I, no. And I was like, all right. I guess they're trying to like have their like heart. Like, they're having like a little heart to heart moment or whatever. Um, And... <sighs> Mm-mm. that part kind of like fucked it up for me a little bit but meanwhile um john is also starting to panic because like shit is just going left the fbi is fucking shit up the fbi the fbi also demanded that the power grid be turned off to the building like in the surrounding area which helped disarm the lock so they made the the they made Hans's job easier i was like y'all just came in and just like started fucking up everything you cr- you fucking, they blew up the fucking roof. You crashed the helicopter and the lock is, like, the lock is almost, like, completely, un, like, unsealed. So, <laughs> like, how do you come in and fuck something up so bad? Ah, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> you come in there yelling about Vietnam and shit, and here you go. <laughs> like, damn! <laughs> you ain't doing it right. Oh gosh, but this is okay. So this is my favorite part, semi sort of, because John is like freaking out about Holly. Um, he's not telling anybody like how like to find her or whatever because she's in the building. Obviously, like Hans can hear this conversation, but he's like, you know, if you ever like find my wife, like tell her like I'm sorry for being like an asshole and I should have like supported her more and. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, if it took all this for you to let, <laughs> to figure that out, um, that's a little bit, that's kind of <laughs> sad. But I mean, he, at least he said, I'm sorry. I feel like that's like the big, like, because vol- he's basically saying this, like, if he's going to, like, not make it, you know, like, he doesn't think he's, there's like a strong chance he might not make it out of this alive, which I think sets I- him apart, maybe. I was distracted. Like, he was crying to his wife. And this is when we see them things. Like, he has his (laughs) little tiny little cornet nipples out. And I was like, (laughs) finally, it's finally finally my time. And meanwhile, he's crying like, Lord, 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 Holly, I might not make it. I love you. (laughs) And my daughter who looks like Pete from Pete and Pete. And I just want you guys to be happy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't believe you. That Pete and Pete, bitch. (laughs) She she did look like one of the Pete's from Pete and Pete. Oh, the, 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 the movie daughter? Yeah, the little girl, she looked like a Pete. A Pete and Pete. <laughs> I barely remember what she looked like. I can't believe you. Oh my god. 
So, you are okay. too much. You are you are on another wave tonight. <laughs> but anyway, he 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 was shirtless. He lost the tank top, mm-hmm. crying mm-hmm. to his wife, saying, "Absolutely, I love you. If I don't make it, I still love you." And I was like, "Okay, girl, you gonna you gonna put that McLean back on there?" Uh, nah. Oh God. And nah. <laughs> so. Now I'm gonna be doing that. <laughs> so is this when they finally like uh pop the trunk up open on like they break in they finally get into the safe and start loading stuff up? I think and- they get into the safe and then they also have a moment where um Hans figures out that she's Holly McLean because the fucking news reporters go to Holly's house. And this is where the, the part about the, the maid being Latina comes back because they threaten her to call immigration on her if they can't speak to the kids. They want to speak to the kids on camera. The kids! The kids are minors! I don't even know how you could even do this. Like, It's the 80s! Like, this is legal. Oh my god. They're like, well, we'll call immigration on you if you don't let us see the kids. And I'm like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> this is fucked up. And- they know they ain't supposed to be doing that. No, they shouldn't. They fucking oh. There's so many like good reporters out there, but they're overshadowed by the shitty ones because the shitty ones be doing the most in the most the worst ways. I don't know how there's like legal for them to like go to these. I mean, they they can go to the house if they want to, but like you literally sat there and you're like, well, we'll call immigration on you, and then you put the kids on camera going, we want to see mommy and daddy, let me see them, and then like. I was like, bitch, the mother is in the building. I was like, you can't do that. I was like, fuck, she could have, he could have grabbed her and just like shot her. Like right then and there. He good for it. He'd been mm-hmm. doing it to everybody else. <laughs> so I'm like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no thing to Hans to go and pop somebody. Um, So I think there's one more terrorist gets murdered. Um, and then uh, they do find they do they get the money out of the vault. I think that's where we were. Uh, and I don't know what else happens. Theo tries to get that. Um, he tries to get the getaway video. Um, um, getaway van, and Argyle mm-hmm. finally gets off the damn phone and stops him. Amen. So you know what? that's. Argyle, you know, he he played his part. He played his part in the whole grand scheme of things. Even though somehow he didn't notice that the building was under attack. Like, you ain't nothing that interesting nobody could be talking about that you can't hear an explosion above you. But, okay. I, I think guess. he noticed, like, once, because he had, there's a TV in a limo, because this is a fancy limo. There's a TV in a limo, and I think he saw the news report, and that's when he finally realized. But, like, it was, like, around the same time that everybody else around the world realized that the building was under attack. And I was like, oh, so you really had that, that stereo bumping, because you couldn't tell not shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> I was like, God bless this kid. We, you know, we give our guy a lot, but you know, he came through at the end. He crashed he his boss's limo. His heart. He, <laughs> that was definitely getting taken out his next several checks. Girl, um, he ain't got no, che- <laughs> he 
not have no check, man. <laughs> that was a grand opening, grand closing kind of job. No more. <laughs> this is the first and last day. <laughs> he ain't got no, no more for him. No, he got to go do pizza delivery or something. Some other kind of car job because <laughs> they ain't have me no more. That's done. Oh my God. Um, so, oh God. Um, John and McGruber, I keep calling them McGruber. <laughs> you know what? That I'll allow it. John and Gruber. Hans Gruber. Hans McGruber. <laughs> Hans McGruber. And, um, and John kind of like face off. He has Holly mm-hmm. hostage. He is probably 10 seconds away from being about that life. Um, mm-hmm. They like share like their banter that they've been going back and forth all night. Um, and he thinks that he gets the upper hand on John and prepares a shooter, but John has a gun taped to his back because he's like pretending that he doesn't have a gun and he's like, oh, don't kill me. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm defenseless. Like, your boy got my gun. I don't have anything. And then mm-hmm. he pulls that gun and he shoots up everybody. <laughs> he kills like the last henchman, I think. He also... Yeah. Um, kind of shoots um John, but he in I mean sorry John tries to shoot Gruber, and somehow they end up by the window with yeah. Holly and Gruber falling out of the window. But Holly is able to talk, mm-hmm. stop herself, and he isn't. But he's holding on to her watch, which we yeah. didn't mention earlier. But the watch was a big thing. Um, because it was a Rolex and Ellis, that dumbass, that dead dumbass was like <laughs> trying to flex for Holly, like, yeah, show your husband your expensive watch. And she's like, No. Yeah. And um so yeah, they John, gave it to her because like, they, they they um it was for the closing the big deal that day, which led to the fight again. <laughs> <laughs> and um he John comes over and unbuckles that watch, and Gruber falls to his death. Like he falls down so, forty five thousand stories, bruh. Let's talk about this. So number one, with the with the watch, like I feel like it was kind of like some weird symbolism, almost like this is all kind of destroying this big. I don't know. Like, this is like the big symbol of her, her for her new fancy job. But they destroy this watch in order for them to be together because this is the one thing that's like from, for one thing, it's the it's the one thing from keeping her from falling out of this fucking window. But also, it's like the her job is like keeping them apart, which I think is trash because I'm like, why can't you just let this lady like work? But you really can't let her work. And have like no. a nice job where she's like excelling, and you can't. I mean, you can't be a cop on the east on the west coast for real, for real. No, <laughs> is it that bad? I was like, yes. Man, you know he can't. Uh, he can't be over there. You know, L.A. cops aren't like New York City cops, Ashley. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not the same. Are, like, <laughs> <laughs> they are kind of 
I mean, you know, or, <laughs> I mean, we saw later yeah. in the news, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa. More alike than you think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's kind of like, is this some sort of like symbolism for like Holly's job, like the last shackles of her job or whatever, so her and John can be together? I, I don't know if it's like a weird interpretation, but I was like, oh... She lost her fancy watch. Oh, y'all get to be together. Congratulations. But then they did Alan Rickman dirty filming this shit. <laughs> Have you heard this? Yes. They yes. like, they, bitch, okay. 70 feet. 70 feet? Bruh. 70, 70 feet. Ain't no I way. I keep saying 70 feet because that's a long fucking drop. They dropped him early. So he freaked <laughs> out because he's falling backwards, number one, which is scary at any height. I don't care if you're like four feet tall or like, and you're just falling backwards on the ground or whatever. That's scary. But like, girl, you got me on harnesses and shit I'm in front of a green screen and I'm supposed to fall backwards. I don't know what's going to happen. And then you let me go early? No, bruh. I would, I would have, I would have freaked out too. I wonder if there's like some sort of clause where like you can be like, do not, you know, harass me or cause me some sort of trauma. <laughs> can you put that in your contract? <laughs> because I just hear about these actors and shit like going through it with these directors. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> you didn't think Alan could give you fear? <laughs> like, <laughs> He gave you German accents. He gave you American accents. He gave you suave, educated thief. You didn't think he'd give you fear? Why are you doubting the actors, bruh? Don't doubt your actors, okay? I felt so bad because I was like, bitch, if you draw me, I would have been like, oh, I gotta have a day. You got, let me have a day <laughs> to like regroup and just kind of like reassess because that is like a, I would feel like I was gonna die. Because you can't even see, like, where you're falling backwards on. Like, you're not a... Like, he's not a stunt guy. So, this is not, like, his, like, wheelhouse. But, like, dude was, like, on Broadway or whatever. Like, and doing theater and shit. Like, (laughs) I'm not dropping him from 70 feet. No. They dropped him and he, like, flats. (laughs) It was, like, a large thump. (laughs) He fell straight to him. You know... You know... (laughs) You know how in, like, movies that they'll drop and, like, they'll, like, fall into, like, the explosion or whatever? Like, they didn't even give him that. He just, like, fell from, like, a really high height and then just, like, smush. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> they didn't even yeah. give him, like, the nice, like, I, I burnt to death villain ending. <laughs> but, well, like, you know, girl. That was probably, like, jelly when they went to go pick him up. Oh, scrape him up. Oh, yeah, they didn't. They don't show this happening. Thank goodness, because I was like, "Yo, you showed me so much already. <laughs> Please don't show me him die like dead." But yeah, that mm-mm. no, you be in multiple pieces all over the place. You might not even be in one spot. You might be all over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, gross. <laughs> but I guess. The the fucking the whole Nagatomi Corporation fucking 
Nakatomi Corporation, sorry. That the whole building, they might as well just demolish that building, girl. Cause the plaza yeah, is fucked up. Done. There's debris there's debris everywhere. Like <laughs> John sees Carl Winslow and they have like a little like love at first sight moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was like light music playing in the background and like <laughs> They're just kind of staring at each other from afar, like, oh, that's the guy I've been talking to for like two hours. And I've heard you like, almost we're die. Best like, friends, we're best, best friends, We're best friends. <laughs> and then the fucking police chief is still over there worried about property damage because earlier he yelled at John, like, there's glass everywhere. <laughs> I was like, dude, people have died. <laughs> people have died in this situation. There's more to worry about than glass shattered but all over the place he like, brings up some very good points like that's the mm-hmm. one thing that i always want like have me stressed when i watch action movies it's like bruh the property damage like this is gonna take so much money for taxpayers and businesses like look at these <laughs> roads like a semi-truck just flipped over and exploded like so it's so much and this is why I really like whatever like Marvel movie had the big deal about y'all was fucking up these buildings and now we gotta put some tabs on y'all. Which one's that? Oh, Civil uh, War? No, yeah, that's the one. Silver War is when they have to sign like the accords or whatever. Or they want them to sign the accords. But then they get deeper into it in like the, the Marvel TV show because they have like the Battle of New York. Like, were you injured in the Battle of New York? Call this number. <laughs> To get you a sound check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they had commercials like that too. <laughs> Did Captain America throw his shield and accidentally hit you? <laughs> <laughs> Did he accidentally rip you in two? Call this number. Did the Hulk smash your window through? Call this oh, fucking okay. number. <laughs> But that is a thing, like in the Marvel movie, they they're like y'all are causing like untold amount of li- like damage and and loss of life because Scarlet Witch fucks up that building or whatever, and like there's a bomb that detonates and shit goes loud. And that also happens in the um in uh in Man of Steel, girl. What was that? <laughs> Batman was that in. And Batman versus Superman about Superman fucking up them buildings. Batman was like, how upset. Dare, how dare you fuck up Metropolis <laughs> like that? Well, he did fuck up Metropolis. Metropolis was like disintegrated. I was like, don't even build nothing else. Don't don't start construction. Just relocate this city to another part of the country because <laughs> there's no saving it. Untold amount. Like the buildings weren't even buildings anymore. They were like shadow. Like you know how. In um like nuclear war, um like nuclear bomb films, where they'll show you like what kind of will happen, which basically like, everybody disintegrates to dust. That's basically what happened in, in Man of Steel. And I was like, Zach, can you just pull it back? <laughs> Zachary Snipes, Zach, pull it back a little bit because this is untold. But I feel like the police chief and Die Hard get mad about the 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 uh getting mad about the the glass and shit i was like there's so much more you have to worry about 
Because I think even John tells him, like, you just got fucked over on, on national television. Everybody just saw your fucking tank get blown up by a bazooka. And <laughs> you're worried about glass. <laughs> I was like, I guess you're just trying to deflect from the, fa- the fact that you just got your ass, like, handed to you. On, like, a, like where people can see. <laughs> and that's probably going to come into, uh, this is going to be, you know, got to be brought up during your next, like, review. <laughs> and I guess, do people vote for police chief? Who, who, who I, is the police chief in charge? Um, I watch a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and <laughs> I, I guess it's a. I don't know. Is it appointed or like know. you run? And, I don't know. I don't know. One of those. One know. of those positions is is you do run. I do not remember, and that's bad because we just voted like like a month ago. But is yeah, that like commis- that is- Wait, is a commissioner and a chief the same thing? Uh no I, I think those are two different things. You know what? I know a lot about the the je- the law enforcement <laughs> hierarchy that I do not know. Uh, I guess I gotta yeah. watch Departed again. Oh, if boy. I watch. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the Chinese version of that, the original. How is it called in for? It's called Infernal Affairs. It's just as confusing as The Departed. Is it not as long? It's only like huh, an hour and okay. a half. Yeah, I could it's do basically that. the same. This is like the same thing. It's like one guy is the mole, and they're moles but in different ways or whatever. Yeah, it's like basically the exact. Scorsese or whoever wrote The Departed tried to pass it off like he wrote The Departed as an original, and I was like, bitch, the shit came out in two thousand two. <laughs> like <laughs> four years difference. <laughs> Come on now. But anyway, <laughs> I guess back to this. Um, the There's one more terrorist left. They didn't realize. I don't know who this was. Was it the guy, the, the vengeful brother, maybe? I, I think, think it might have been. Yeah, he like pops up and he's about to go off and, and you know, probably sh- shank the shit out of John. And then all of a sudden you hear a pop. And guess who learned how to use their gun? <laughs> Carl Winslow. Nope. Carl Winslow nope. was like, oh, I remember how to use my guns. I guess I'm over that whole I may or may not be a child. I, you know, possibly incapacitated for life or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I was like, he gets this like hero moment at the end. I'm like, okay, but you. Is it? Mm-hmm. No. Is it? Well, then. Then he's about to pull his gun on Argyle because Argyle shows up with the car, with the limo. And, and, and John is like, okay, here, here, here. Give me the gun because I don't want you. I don't want you. This is, he's with me. Because <laughs> I was like, good Lord. If you let him, he probably would have tried to pop Argyle and then shit. <laughs> right back to where we started. <laughs> like, damn. Oh, my God. Um, so I guess there's like a nosy reporter. It goes yes. and, and Holly like tries to get in their face. Holly punches the reporter. That dude still don't give a shit. This whole time he's like, did, did you get the shot? Did you get the shot? Did you get the shot? And so I guess uh, whoever wrote this also feels a certain way about reporters <laughs> being really nosy <laughs> and unethical and shitty. <laughs> and uh, and then they get in the back of Argyle's fucked up limo and they ride off into the sunset. Yep, Finn. And the end. Finn and 
spoiler, I looked ahead, they totally get divorced later. So I mean, Ashley, what did I you mean, expect? John was not gonna change. I don't think he was gonna change. Unless, I mean, you can't have a terrorist like <laughs> hostage situation every time you and your wife get in a fight. <laughs> and then you know, you can't just rely on like life or death situations for you to realize that you love your wife. Mm-hmm. Enough to let her have a job. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think that was gonna change. Unfortunately, because I feel like like aside from I mean certain things about John, I feel like for the most part he's like a good guy. He just has the Zeno. Certain times I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. But then like you don't hate him. And it was the eighties. So it was the eighties. This is this is the pinnacle of men, I guess. The pinnacle of manliness or masculinity or whatever. So he's uh, just a, but yeah. A regular dad having a bad day. <laughs> he's having a real fucking bad day, man. So yeah, so this is your first time watching this. So how did you how do you feel? Aside titties aside. <laughs> How'd you feel about this? <laughs> How did you feel about this? And would you recommend I, it to others? Okay. I'm going to have to be honest. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So we all know my motivation for watching this movie. Okay. Um I would say it's it's a fun movie. It mm-hmm. it. It's a fun movie to watch. I would recommend it for someone to watch it. For me, I feel like I probably would have enjoyed it more if I was younger. Because mm-hmm. um, right now I'm old as shit. And I'm like, uh, okay. I feel like this would have been like a really fun movie to watch like as a kid. And I'm pretty sure I probably have seen it as a kid with my dad. But mm-hmm. as an adult, it's still fun. But it's not it like I don't have it seems like a lot of people love this movie because of the nostalgia factor and I yeah. don't really have that but it's an okay yeah, you don't, it's you don't have that so. yeah I can see that because a lot of things are a lot of things are driven by this uh nostalgia so much everything almost pretty much every single movie being made mainly not every movie that's a bit that's a bit uh generalization but a lot of the movies that are coming out lately because have you seen this is so off topic have you seen the song at the hedgehog poster um i was literally about to just say that yes bitch yes, what is this he got human hands and thick he got legs. human legs i don't like it i don't like it he's got human legs and someone who literally spent I don't know how many hours of my life, days probably, playing Sonic the Hedgehog, I feel uncomfortable. I don't it's want very him to look I know he's like supposed to be like a little boy in in theory, according to that little uh cartoon, but like, damn all that. <laughs> I don't- I don't want it. I don't want it. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I don't really have like the nostalgia with this movie either. Um, and I enjoy it, but like, I'm not really. I wouldn't say I'm like an action movie person. 
per se, because sometimes I find them really hard to follow. Um, and same with like spy movies, and they're kind of like in the same vein. I I get really like distracted by certain like the amount of characters and like we need to pair some of these down like and there's some like there's certain like scenes where I'm like I don't really understand like logistically like, my brain can't wrap around it so then I get taken out of it but I think it's fun I think like John is kind of like <laughs> like kind of sassy and I think that helps I think he's more like like you can enjoy his character more even though he's kind of like a kind of a piece of shit sometimes like, I think you can enjoy his character more in, like, certain uh, themes because he's got, like, a, a more than a, a handful of one-liners in this movie that we didn't really even talk about. Um, yippee guy like motherfucker. I died when he yelled at that lady, that 911 operator, like, bitch, do you think I'm <laughs> ordering a pizza? What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> That was me paraphrasing it, but that would be that would be me if I was on the phone with the nine one one operator and be like, "What do you think I'm trying to do here? That's a hostage situation. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> but I I enjoy this movie. I think I think this is like I guess depending what you're looking for of an action movie because now I think action movies have kind of like taken like a new level in a way, and I don't even know like. That keeps saying, um, I mean, we talked about John Wick. Like, what are some other action movies that have come out? I know it's like the Born Identity, but like, I don't really get down with that. Um, you got the Mission Impossible movie. Okay, can we, can we, can, can we talk about how I went to see that movie specifically? You saw this movie for titties. I saw this movie for Henry Cavill <laughs> recharging oh, yeah. his biceps. Girl, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> literally not two seconds after that he got washed <laughs> like he did all that for no reason <laughs> i was like bitch are you serious <laughs> that was a good movie though i actually enjoyed it there's a lot of um i like a lot of fight scenes <laughs> i guess that's like a thing like i kind of like more i guess if i'm to pick like action movies i would pick like more like stuff like heavy fight scenes i think i'm more into that more than just like which i think that goes more into maybe like martial arts films so i don't know if that even counts but i mean i think this is fun i think it's more fun than some of these other like like the terminator in comparison i guess that would be like the most recent like full-on action movie i've seen i think in comparison this is like way more fun and like a little bit more like easier like digestible like easier to digest and like there's a few points where i'm like i full-on like cracked up laughing which i would probably look for in a movie more than just like really cool like explosions <laughs> but i like this movie i mean it's a it's a good time i feel like it's like one of those movies that you can watch like once a year or whatever which apparently in ifc they're gonna be playing this movie all fucking day so if you On don't Christmas. have a problem with uh, with a million fucking commercials <laughs> <laughs> they're probably gonna show this movie a grand total of like nine times because of how many fucking commercials there are you could get fucked up on eggnog watch it when you're hungover in a couple hours you could finish watching it like it honestly mm. seems like a good situation when you think about it just come in like every couple hours and like you drop in like on a new part and then like leave <laughs> <laughs> I think it works. So I think it's like an easy 
movie to watch and, you know, and quotable. That's always good. <laughs> I always like a yeah. quotable movie. So, yeah, I mean, I like this movie a lot. But I guess, do you have, like, any, like, uh, action movie recommendations that you would suggest? Because I know I'm not the one to suggest shit. <laughs> okay. So, like, you just mentioned, like, recent action movies. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know if it counts, but I really enjoyed it. And I saw it. Saw it. It came out this year. It's called Upgrade, starring. Um, I was gonna Scott ask Tom about Hardy. that. Yes, yeah, not Tom Hardy. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that because I keep seeing gift sets of it on Tumblr, and I don't know. I, and I'm like, do I do I want to watch this movie? I don't know. You want to watch it? It's fun. I like it. It it gets wild. It's enjoyable for me, and it has I like sci-fi more- aspect to it, like uh-huh. a little bit of cyberpunk. It's it. I liked it. Okay. Um, but like if you're looking for like a Christmassy action movie then naturally I would recommend Home Alone oh yeah yeah that has plenty of of <laughs> you can set on fire in that shit like <laughs> I rewatched it this year <laughs> and mm-hmm. bro was so fucking the people up that like, everybody shit gives me the dead. worst kind of anxiety <laughs> they really should like Joe Pesci's hair was on fire he should have like third degree burns he should be dead and like getting the iron to your face bruh <laughs> you should be dead you should be dead a so lot that- happened to that movie like I think I've seen that movie like I feel like I've seen that movie maybe like a handful of times only because like I don't know what it is about the kid being left home that made me so anxious. <laughs> made me so anxious, dude. I was like, I don't know if I could watch. Even when I was a kid, I was like, I don't know about this. Like, something's wrong. You left oh, your kid? Ashley. You left I was your kid. waiting for it. Like, when I watched it, I watched it so many times growing up. And I would, like, I would prepare myself like I would I was hoping a home alone situation would happen because I was ready to be brought that life (laughs) oh god oh my god no all my shit was gonna be booby trapped like I was waiting but also I lived in the hood so (laughs) so probably would have been a little different girl Mm mm-mm we, I mean, I lived like in the burbs, and I would have been like, a no. Even when like when my grandparents away, and just me and my great grandma was like, it's too quiet. I need more people in this house. <laughs> Can we have more people. In this house? <laughs> I could have never survived. I could have never survived as like Kevin McAllister. There's no way. I would have on the phone nine one one. I'd have been like, <laughs> stop calling. <laughs> Little girls, stop playing on our damn phone. Don't call my phone again. Oh my god, no, I'd be terrible. But like that's, I mean, I think Home Alone's probably like a classic, classic Christmas movie that also encompasses action. So yes, that's a good, that's a good recommendation. I don't know anybody who hasn't seen Home Alone, but if you haven't, I mean, you know, you should watch it. I know somebody's channel is playing it right now. It's on stars, y'all. I'll see you there. Stars, see, stars came through for one, for once, I guess, <laughs> for once this year. I still ain't seen soul food on there yet, so I don't know what's happening. I don't know who they lent that out to. 
but <laughs> but anyways so i guess um we should quite close out this episode as this is like a normal episode before we get into our our fun little thing so if you're listening to this we're gonna do our um our favorites of 2018 so these episodes will come out like pretty close together I and mean, we've already talked about this i think in the last episode right and yeah. soul food so if you so. listen to the episode you should know it's coming um i i hope people are, are excited for this i have no idea um it took me a while to make my list <laughs> and i have a lot on my list so I guess uh, I guess we should close up this episode. So where can the, the listeners find us if they haven't found us? Okay, you can follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Film Club. Um, you can also uh, visit BlackGirlFilmClub.com. Um, mm-hmm. And being that this is a season of giving, what we will, what I would like for everybody to do is to give the gift of Black Girl Film Club by telling your friends your family members, your cousins, your play cousins, anybody who enjoys movies and you think could tolerate listening to me and Ashley talk shit about movies. Um, This is something that I really enjoy doing. I love that I get to talk about two movies with one of my friends and have like a really fun conversation about it. I always learn something new from Ashley Mm -hmm. and apparently about myself by talking through um, talking about these movies um, and we want you guys to like spread that love so like if you do listen um, we would love if you guys would subscri- uh, subscribe and maybe like rate us and leave a review um, mm-hmm. I think that would be really great yeah yeah we're on SoundCloud and we're on iTunes so that's like two spots to get your fix yeah uh, so tell a friend like Brittany said we are available pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Wherever you listen to podcasts. The two main places, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, you know, if you can, if you like like us, subscribe, let us know. We always love comments and messages and stuff. And we're always so Brittany and, you know, we're always like, oh my God, people like us. So yeah, continue that. We we need that. <laughs> yeah. We, we really, really, truly appreciate it. Technically, <laughs> we've been doing this for a year because we technically um, recorded our first episode, which we have yet to release, um, back in November of 2017. So mm-hmm. we've learned a lot over the last year, and we really appreciate people supporting us and listening. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, it's been a year for real. I was thinking I about know, that right? earlier. God, I was living like in a completely different like apartment. It was different. Like, <laughs> oh God, this year took forever. Shit. <laughs> yeah, this year is like four years in one. I don't know how I managed to do that, but I feel like I aged four years. Same one year. God damn. <laughs> Anyways, on that on that happy note, <laughs> we're Yay! gonna go. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, we we're gonna say go bye. Go. Like and then we're gonna holiday. Yes, and have a happy uh, holiday, and then we're gonna immediately record this other episode. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.